You ready no. to record? Yes. No, I mean, are you are you ready to record? Yes. You've been ready. I, yes. I think he's looking for the echoey answer. No, I'm, I don't really care. No, oh. I, it's because I hit the record. Yes, my son. <laughs> it's never going to get old. Good. Better keep that away from me. <laughs> I, 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 I hit the record button 10 seconds ago, Wizard of Oz. So I think oh, Jesus. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, must let me find a way home Psych. now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so loud. It's been such a long break. I miss you, fuckers. I know. It's been too. long. Like, yeah. somebody, like, and even for, like for me especially, I haven't been on an episode in what like a month and a half, two months. Yeah, you've been away. Yeah. It yeah, sucked. We, we were scared that you weren't gonna be able to come on because your router. Oh uh, no! Fuck that! I'm actually hardwired right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. Fuck wireless. That. <laughs> That's right. Except I'm getting a new router soon, hopefully. If I can sell some fucking albums, I've only sold four. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, I know. Man, I I got one of them. Shit. I'll buy two if I have to. So, no, well, I'll, start, I'll, I'll start giving them out as Christmas gifts. I'll put them in people's stockings. <laughs> shit. Oh, there yeah. we go. There you go. <laughs> Damn, dude. But honestly, fuck the listeners. How are you guys doing? Like, I'm, I'm recording for you guys right now. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, cool. Oh, what yeah. a treat. This is is us just catching up, so yeah, it should be yeah. a fun episode. The PPR catch up. I don't School know, well, has been yeah. keeping me busy as hell. I'm happy, but busy as hell. <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth it in the long run, though. It's good that you're doing that. So yeah. in one night alone, I decided to take a break from both drinking and women. Like I had an epic, super bad night. Mm. Uh, fucking it involving women and drinking. Yes. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Then, yeah. Good well, job. No, it all it all started. Okay, so. I was being swooned by this one woman who right. I, I guess she, she had a lot of uh, conservative mindset in regards. We were getting along, oh. but she, it wasn't really working out. And so I kind of got the vibe that I should go. But before I left, she got me shit faced. So I left and went over to my neighbors. And what's funny is my neighbor, um, he just read the review for Uncharted and he was talking about it because he just got a PS3. And I'm just like, I'm just going on and on about it. And he's just like, it doesn't sound like you've had enough. You were reading my mind. So we go and we go to the bar. And as we're there, we run into some old friends who have money. So generally that whole exchange of friendship means I have to buy this old friend drinks and I couldn't turn them down. Dude, no joke. Right afterwards, we run into some old friends as well, including a girl that I went to high school with. So somehow or other, what had happened from that point is we decided to leave the bar. I'm highly intoxicated and I'm in and out of this woman already. And a fucking, Wait. well, hold on. I'm getting to that. I mean, uh, don't, don't take that too late. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, wow. At the bar? No, not Figuratively at the bar. speaking. Figuratively speaking. We're oh, getting to okay. that. So uh-huh. as the, as, as, dude, as the fireworks start happening in this random dude's house, he's kind of a douchebag to begin with. So I didn't care. Dude, she turns around and during the pelvic pinochle, bitch straight vomits on my leg. So I've got like gravy and shit on my leg. Oh, oh gross. Oh. Like, and it was a good thing because I was wearing shorts. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, so, I would have rather like, been wearing pants. Well, no, no, no. I mean, at the time I wasn't wearing anything. It was just easier to fucking leave with shorts. I just had shit like chunked in my leg. And no, <laughs> what had happened from there is like, I like we left and fucking apparently like I then remember stumbling home and I don't even remember how I ended up in the middle of town. 
So, like, yeah, dude, so I was, like, strung over for, like, the next two minutes. Or, I'm sorry, not two minutes, two, three days. And I, I get a call from one of the old friends, the, the, basically the, the Marine, the fucking, the wing woman, if you will. And I'm like, dude, what, what was up with that? Did you guys fucking leave me in the middle of town? I'm like, oh, Georgie. Oh, Georgie, you don't even know. So after you and Tyler, I guess, did whatever, like that dude went into his room and he started screaming. And I guess Tyler told him that you puked in his room. So like I had to grab you. And I panicked because, like, we were all drinking a little too much, and I didn't know, like, what exactly to do, and I forgot where you lived, so I just left you somewhere where I thought was the closest to your house. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, dude. Man. Lesson learned, man. I was yeah. going to say, lesson learned? Jesus. That's and, insane, like, dude. it took me so long to get that shit out of my leg, too. It, oh, my God. I, I'm, so the moral of the story is shaving your legs does not make you a sissy. It makes you prepared. Yeah, like if you want to get Hero rounded dynamic. on, wear shorts. <laughs> yeah, I think hydrodynamic now, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. I, 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 I was going to say puke pause radio. Oh god, I love <laughs> that drunk chick listening. Ready. Yes. Yeah, if that drunk chick's listening, we are the balls cast. Uh, right. oh, <laughs> no, I doubt she's listening. No, you know what's funny, though? That bitch found me on Facebook. Oh, so no. I didn't know exactly what to do. Delete I'm like, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was go, just like, go, go to Google+. Plus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's get out of there. Gather while you still can. Google+. Plus yes. Classier place for women. Uh, oh, what, what podcast is this again? I, I love how we're endorsing Google Plus. We should Wait, get. What episode are we, anyways? I've been yeah. away for so long. Oh this man, I don't, one, dude. This is five zero. Is it fifty? <laughs> oh, that's a good way to celebrate, <laughs> man. Our podcast could get a discounted dinner. I didn't even oh, know we were recording until about two minutes ago. Why? What? Been recording for like the last six. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We've been really out of the loop, man. We need to like, yeah. God, so, so okay, yeah. They're fucker. <laughs> Press pause radio. Episode 50. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, only six minutes in. Yeah. Love it. All right, guys. Welcome to Press Pause Radio. I'll be emceeing tonight. This is the man, the legend, Sarah Flash. And with me is my faithful entourage. To my left, I have the um, survivor, Georgie Boyzax, after his uh, incredible encounters involving women and booze and the like how's it going man dude more like shameful and fucking like enlightening uh i I like that word though entourage it just made me think like we're all four of us walking together and having a little reservoir dogs montage nice that'd be be pretty cool yeah (laughs) exactly biting off uh, people's ears (laughs) 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 oh man or 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 some shitty HBO knockoff. I mean, what? Either way, you, you're bound to find Michael Madsen in both of them. So it fucking yeah. works out. Dude has nothing else going on. <laughs> it's either that or a Blood Rain movie. 
<laughs> oh, oh man, I don't know. The, the, him and Uwe Boll just take turns blowing oh. each other for quarters. So, like oh, at this dude. point, isn't it the truth though? Seriously. Yes. All right, and to my right, um, our own Midwestern Jesus, uh, Andrew Toast Handshoe. What's going on, dude? Hey, the Uwe Boll of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the John Stamos. No, no, wait, 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 wait. You have had to have gotten drunk in the last three weeks. Fuck that. No, what did you do? Uh, no, honestly, dude, like working retail in the holidays, the first thing I want to do is drink. I just don't have the time to uh-huh. like, it's, it's terrible this time of year. I despise, I hate holidays. I hate g- like cheer, joy, <laughs> you'll tide greetings. I hate all of it. I hate it. Uh, Santa can suck my penis. Oh. <laughs> not, right. not, well, literally he could, I guess, if you really wanted that's to be Santa. That's a nice itch. Christmas jingle. Do you want to make that my ringtone? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just, just put, your, put your phone to the mic. We'll get that going. We'll just take it directly from the podcast. Oh man, have you guys yeah. seen that movie Oba with a shotgun? Oh yeah, what? yeah, I saw that. That was actually oh, filmed here in town. Really? Wait, Wait, yeah. What? Yeah. It was literally shit. filmed in Halifax. With yeah, fucking Rutger Hauer, dude, and yeah. like there was a pedophile. Uh, there was a pedophilic fucking Santa Claus that just like, yeah. <laughs> like maniacally laughed with kids in the fucking back. It was oh, awful. Man. That no, was a pretty, it was a terrible movie. Mess, no, it, it's dude. It is the new Toxic Avenger of movies. Like, oh god, you oh, can't no. solve every wor- You can't solve every problem in the world with a shotgun. It's all I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better Jeez. put away that knife, kid, or I'm going to be carving well no, no, rotten. Yeah, <laughs> you're seriously telling the truth, though. That is, it looks like it's straight out. Like it's a trauma film. Yeah, but it's a new age show. It's got way better effects, though. You got to admit. Yeah, no, it does. It does. I just, it's like, dude, you were in Blade Runner, man. You were in Blade <laughs> Runner. What are you doing? you doing with your life? That's a good Harrison Ford. Harrison, Harrison Ford's not doing this shit right now. The original the teaser trailer the for that. The original te- teaser trailer for that movie before Rutger Howard was in it mm. uh, had some guy. It was like some like creepy homeless guy from the bus. I that swear to God, I've seen him on the bus, and he just looked completely disgruntled every day. Sounds kind of like Rutger Hauer, I think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. No, it looks it's... like Rutger Hauer, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, it's it's just some random guy. I don't even know his name, but I yeah, he, all he does is ride the bus. It's crazy. Isn't there like one of those in every town? <laughs> That's his occupation. <laughs> yeah, occupation. What do you do, hobo? I ride a bus. <laughs> it was an application. You go to the employment office. They give you one. You just sit all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what other citizens something yeah. to complain about? I ride bus. Also, my part-time job, I jerk off in the alley. all right right. and the other guy here uh i'm not even where you sure where you are you're in oregon right now aren't you yeah all right fucking public transportation and (laughs) masturbation are key hand in hand (laughs) sean dude what's going on oh i'm uh i'm doing pretty good i'm not on a bus next to a creepy hobo who's jerking off in an alley so that's that's pretty damn good what you say oregon is a beautiful place to masturbate in have you fucking <laughs> is, dude? I love that state. They're putting it on the travel pamphlet, like where you go visit their, their tourist center. God, <laughs> it's just a brochure with jerkins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like every Saint episode we samples. get worse and worse. Yeah, uh, uh, it is good uh, to be back, though. It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, there's some. Big changes I kind of want to throw out here, uh, out of, and, and this is you know out of personal, not not necessarily out of obligation, but um, we we are a part of a network now, and I'm proud to say that uh, our buddies over at Couchbound went into a full fledged podcasting and uh, vidcast network, 
and uh, we're a part of some pretty heavy hitters. We've got uh, we're on the same network as Couchbound, but Couchbound is also recruited. Uh, this podcast contains spoilers, which is uh, you know a new independent podcast. Uh, another one with uh, fucking Jane from uh, Couchbound, as well as X One Upper and what's his name? I don't know if it's Mike Silva. It's uh, Mike Cruz and Mike Cruz. They do the Duck of Death and. Oh. Then, there's Exploding Barrel. It's like the oldest video game podcast I know. I remember listening to those motherfuckers back in like mid 2000s. They're on it. And then there's us. Nice. And cool. podcasting. Ta-da. I haven't checked that one out yet. So, yeah, it feels good to be a part of Couchbound Network. But it does. And, and I really apologize. I hope he didn't remember my comment about his beard. So. No, I reminded him because I don't. <laughs> no, I, I, dude, I had to straight out tell him, like, we'll come on board in one condition. I am I am the fucking poster beard of Couchbound mm-hmm. Network and yeah, yes the oh like the thing about the thing about Derek though like I remember going to PAX and seeing him I thought he was too gorgeous of a man to like actually approach and talk to I was like hey, yes. I, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll be I'll be over here just kind of a big lump in the corner that was with Sarah I'm like Sarah you do all the talking yeah it's like hey what's that up attractive bastard <laughs> are you kidding man I rubbed that motherfucker's chin and I asked him if he wanted to go out for a Capri Sun. I don't like, know. I'm intimidated see, by these guys. The, uh, him, 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 and Jeff Grubb. Like Jeff Grubb just has like a head of hair. I just I can't imagine like how that happens naturally. <sighs> Next to one. godliness, that is. Yeah, it is. It is. One day I went one there day. with a pretty mean fucking mane, and then like I just it, I had to shave it. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> I was just like I don't like, I don't have enough shampoo to cover this shit right now, and I want to. It <laughs> I know. I, I didn't know if you actually survived that weekend. I thought we were gonna lose you halfway through. You totally. I didn't eat. eat. Uh, I didn't eat, and I got I, so fucked up drunk. That's Jeez. true. I, I was at the one-up meetup. I I finally had one thing to eat the whole time I was there. I'm definitely not going to do that again. That was oh, those crab, those crab cakes. Ugh. Oh, fuck no, that. I'm I, I, that. I honestly, yes. Yeah, I will be the mother again next year if, if that does happen. You guys are going to be <laughs> eating and drinking properly. No, no I, I'm going to have uh, I'm going to have Dayruna to help me out with that at least. There you go. She Good. can be your mom. There we uh-huh. go. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure she's going to be looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Make sure she doesn't find out. <laughs> why she was brought along. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, I was going to say, though, I'm probably just going to be a prime myself. Mm-hmm. That's Wait, good, though. Well, Optimus yeah. Prime? <laughs> no, Pax Prime. Oh, yeah, you're going to oh, Pax yeah. Prime with me. Yeah, because yeah, no wanna... school and it's and it's closer. Could, could you I get am actually looking into, I'm looking into the logistics of going to Prime as well. Oh, I would love it if you went to Prime. I need yeah, to see I, you again yeah, soon. My wife would kill me, but I really do want to go. You should go. <laughs> yeah, I've been, bring I, her. I haven't been on a trip with her since bring we got married. Lie to her. Tell her you're wanting a vacation in Seattle. In, in, in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. I might have to do that. Good call. Yeah, Let's sure. drop her off at Starbucks. Like, all right, I'll be back on Sunday. <laughs> I will be back. Tell her, no, you will be here, right? <laughs> save up money and just tell her it's a weekend for her to get away on her own. And then surprise her. I'll meet her and be like, George decided to treat me for the weekend. Here's a spa. Here's here's a towel. Like, exactly. you're good. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's, here's a towel. Here's plan for us this weekend, but I kind of got to go over to uh, this convention center for the next three days. I have to, I have to uh, fill up the meter. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it took three days. Sorry. I don't know how long you've been dating, dude, but that only works once. I can yeah. fucking I can attest to that. No, then let's yeah, make this the point. once. Whew, man, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll be married for a while. I might want to make it count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh fuck, video games. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, what have we got on the uh, the go today? Well, uh, we're going to have the uh, the usuals. Are we talking news this time around, or are we going to... Fuck, dude, there's so yeah. much going on. Go yeah, to- yeah. <laughs> just video games. Let's just, let's just go straight into what's in our console. We'll check out the mailbag and uh, select feedback. And we'll get into our topic today, which is how AAA titles are engineered for success. So uh, like without a training video right now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better than sounding like God. Oh man! Or the Is Wizard it? of Oz. Okay, yeah. wait, do that, but then say silence, and I'll pretend to be a scared mis- Midwestern girl. Silence. <laughs> All right, that worked. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait, I could be the cowardly line. Oh gee, oh shucks. Oh, <laughs> how's that for scared of Midwest? I don't know. Unreal. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm looking at, I'm looking at, yeah, I think I might as well go with you, Toast. What's been in your console? Nice. First up, I like it. Um, A lot. uh, A god-awful amount of games. Like, I I don't know, man. It's been a cornucopia of of video games the last few months, and it's seriously, you know, I don't want to have, like, that whole first-world problems kind of thing, but... We there's are been, the first world problem, yes. Yeah, there's been an amazing, amazing amount of games out. And I'm, I've been trying my best to play all of them, and it's not possible. Um, I'm only going to really discuss the games I've actually beaten, because I've actually played and started a shit ton and haven't really gotten a chance to finish them off. But yeah. I did I did play through and beat... Um, oh my god, I might not have actually beaten any. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm actually thinking about it. I don't think I've beaten any of the games I've played. No, seriously, I, I've gotten to play a ton of like, um, I'll list off the ones I've played. I probably haven't beaten a single one yet. I've played Rage, Batman, Arkham City, Uncharted 3, Battlefield 3, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, um, Odomedius Excellent, uh, uh, yes. what else? Uh, Dungeon Defenders, which I'm still trying to finish that review. That game's hard, but it's really good. And uh, also a lot of iOS games. Like basically anytime I get online, it's like, oh, hey, this is only 99 cents. I'm like, all right, I'll buy it. I don't There's know what it is, but I'll buy it. version of Pizza Boy now. <laughs> Is there? Thank God, because I wanted to get it, but I hate how it takes the iPhone one, just like stretches it out. It's pretty terrible. Um, Scribble Knots one sale this week for a dollar. I-, I had to jump on that. Ooh. Yeah, which I'm pretty excited oh. about because I don't I don't have a DS, so playing Scribble Knots now is actually kind of exciting for me. Did you Did you pick up uh, Princess Punt? What, what is this? Yeah, it was. No, it was no, 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 no. He, 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 he he said punt. All yeah. right. <laughs> I see what you did there. No, fuck you. Jeez. I really heard wrong. <laughs> that would be an awesome game, dude. Is that on? Uh, yeah, no. It was free on the App Store last week sometime, but I think it's it? like a dollar. It's, it's called Princess Punt, right? And I, I think it's actually a, it's a completely different Japanese name. Uh, I forget what it is. I think it's like... What, uh, that doesn't closely resemble derogatory names? No, no, no. Exactly, yeah. No, it's, it's something completely different, but I, I forget what the Japanese oh, said. Oh, the puck man has reversed. <laughs> uh. Anyways, it's kind of like uh, the Japanese equivalent of Angry Birds, except you're like throwing knights and shit at different monsters. Mm-hmm. What the hell? By, by kicking them into battle with the princess, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I downloaded it preemptively, but I mean, my, my iPhone, or not my iPhone, my iPod doesn't actually have the uh, 
the capacity to play it. So if I ever get like an iPhone 4S, I'll have it, you know, in the uh, mm. in the old iTunes ready to play. I'll, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. It sounds interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, but no, uh, I, I've been playing a lot, and like I said, I I don't think I've actually beaten a game in quite some time, which is depressing because there's been a lot. Um, I I didn't even start Disgaea. How depressing is that? Got the new Disgaea. Didn't fuck even... you! I didn't even know it came out. Oh, it's, it's been it? out. Disgaea, Disgaea four. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's... out for what the hell? Two months probably. Oh yeah. God, I am tired of these import. Or... Ah. They always get under my radar. I'm not it's tired bad. of those games. No, I love those games. I'm saying, but yeah. I'm tired of them going under my radar. Like the same thing mm. happened with. Wait, uh, what? I, I thought second. I was. I don't know I how the hell this happens to me. I tweeted the shit out of the fact that I got not only the special edition, but the full figure set as well. Yeah. I, I actually ordered it from NIS. Mm-hmm. Dude, that shit was swamped <laughs> by, like, every other tweet. I'm, I yeah. really try to follow your tweets, but, like, at this point, I have the internet... all the time. Like, S- Sarah, I always follow them. Yeah, that's right. Cause you I'm, guys the, start, one, I'm gotta, the one I gotta, I gotta start, <laughs> start clicking on. I'll start clicking on all of you only, and then just... Yes. Yeah, it, it is my homepage. No, but, um, uh, so yeah, but I played a lot. Um, I will say, though, like, I think I'm finally done. Like, the only game I might still want to play is Assassin's Creed, but, like, mm. I just got Skyrim, and I really want to play the shit out of that, because surprisingly, it works on my PC. I didn't think it was going to, but I can run it at medium settings. And my PC is fairly older. Like, it's about two, three years old. So, so. Been, well, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I was mm. just going to ask, have you been having the slowdown issues or texture problems that I keep hearing about? Not on PC. It seems like that's mostly an issue on 360 right now from what okay. I've been hearing. But, um, yeah, but, um, you know, a lot of great stuff out there. And, and uh, if I had to make one suggestion of a game that's out that you should definitely check out, it is Dungeon Defender. Um, I like that game a whole lot, albeit it's really tough to be played by yourself. It's a game that's meant to be played with people online. Um, and if you are going to play it, play it on Steam or PC because that kind of game is really meant for PC. And it seems like they're really supporting it with, you know, additional content and um, DLC, whereas, sadly, you know, 360 version it's the same thing that happened with valve you know they can't really release dlc unless they're charging for it so i don't think you're gonna see a lot of support on the 360 version um so if you can get it get it on pc it's it's really cool it's it's like world of warcraft meets tower defense uh meets diablo it it, it, honestly don't let the aesthetic fool you like i saw that game i saw the whole like you know childlike you know cel-shaded art style and i thought it's just gonna be like a kitty tower defense game it's not it's the one of the hardest games I've played this year, hands down. That game is super tough, but it's fun. If you can play with friends online, do that because if you play with just random people, they're jerks. <laughs> because they'll you'll have loot drops that they'll pick up and they won't share. They'll kick you out of games randomly. Like the community, if you can find a good group of people to play with, that game's amazing. But you really have to deal with some jerk off people in the community. Uh, see, yeah, see, I wish but, there was but, some but that's the risk with online games, you know what I mean? Yeah, but certain games like <clears throat> Excuse me. Certain games that like deal with loot or deal with uh, like basically crusading or otherwise, uh, uh, what's the term? Raiding together or yeah, certain aspects like there. There's sort of this. There's this measure that's put in a place to where, regardless of what you get, it, it is divvied up amongst your like teammates and players to a certain extent. So that way yeah. you don't run across that fucking dickhole who ruins it for everyone. And even yeah. then, like. Do you guys have like a voting option, like in Left 4 no, Dead? Nothing, yeah, nothing like that. Like when you're playing through, you know, you'll be taking out you know waves and waves of enemies, and as you take them out, the loot will drop. Like you'll see, and it's actually like a visual thing. Like you won't see just like a chest or 
like something you just click on and see what it is. Like you'll see the sword there, or you'll see the wand, and and you know it's one of those things like you might be playing as a as a squire, and the guy that's playing the mage will pick up all the swords, even though he's obviously not going to use them. He's just going to sell them. Um, you know that's what I'm saying. Like if you can work with people that know, okay, you need the best sword, so I'm going to make sure you grab that, or I'll get it for you. That's one thing. But people just grabbing it just to sell it is something you'll kind of have to risk. You know encountering when you play through the game can you the rate that, players though no there, that's the thing there's no real like feedback I mean, i'm playing on the 360 and that's why i think the pc is definitely the better way to go because there probably is ways around that but 360 of course like you're not really chatting with anyone you're not really there's no like chat window or anything like that so you're just kind of just stuck with it um yeah, i get what you're saying but but the game is so good. Like it has so many cool things going on that I really appreciated. Like you know, people that play World of Warcraft or any MMO, they'll you know rattle off all these terms about DPS, tank, you know, all these things that is jargon that I don't really follow. You're doing those same things in this game. You don't even realize it's going on. Like it, it's, just, it's a really cool way of approaching that type of game style where it doesn't overwhelm you. You know, where you're just having fun. You're just setting up defenses and you know setting up turrets and just going and just killing a bunch of stuff, you know, and that's that, and that's fun, but there's so many other things going on that if you really get into the deeper mechanics of it, it's it's like a hardcore RTS, you know, MMO kind of thing, but but it's a tower defense game, you know, by default. So, I don't know, it, it's interesting. I'd say it's probably the most surprising one I've played out of all of them and also the hardest. That's why it's taking me so damn long to beat it. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. So, like I said, I mean, I'm playing a bunch but not beating anything, but that's going to be hopefully this holiday right. I'll be Come on, you've you've had to have played something else, dude. I played everything. Like I honestly, like a game <laughs> will come out, I'll play it that week. The next game will come out, I'll play it that week. That's all it's been. I played, you know, Call of Duty that just came out. I played what maybe an hour of it online, and I haven't touched it since. So I keep hearing so many mixed things about Modern Warfare. I haven't really played two, but I'm assuming mm. you played two. Now, does three just feel like two point five? I mean, is there really? Well, that's the thing with me. Like I don't play online like i tried a little bit of black ops didn't really uh, enjoy it so like I, when i jump in like this is legitimate like i don't play call of duty this is like like with the exception of playing a little bit of black ops this is like the first one i'm actually getting into um and you, I, really, uh, I, I really just jumped onto it because i wanted to get the elite thing and okay so you, you did get <laughs> excuse me did you get you got the hardened edition did you yes i did yeah okay so did i and uh, but yeah that shit's fucking yeah that's bullshit but at least we're getting a free month out of it so yeah, and we need wow. to make a, a PPR clan. You gotta show me how to do that because I don't know how that works. Oh, this is true. I've actually already got the PPR forum set up, so. It's all oh, right. sweet. Okay, good, good. Cool. So, it's people join that. If you way. if you play Call of Duty, come. Yeah, yes. come and like I'm gonna get on in that shit sooner or later and give it a shout. But if anything, I'm gonna do it just for fucking just a chance to put balls cast down because those <laughs> motherfuckers. Like I'm not even kidding you. I'll put one in between Dustin's like lonely beady little eyes and then fucking <laughs> I'll get another one in like that sock mask motherfucker <laughs> right in his mouth like I don't care dude all bets are off mm-hmm. so so like, you're all playing modern warfare 3 then even Sarah oh but man not me. don't tr- try not to uh, drag me too far into it I'm like the world's worst player oh god uh, damn it but now, yeah. now, now this means I, I need to cross the map one time and then it killed I someone get it. what you threw a grenade across the map one time, like literally, like you chuck that thing like it was a fucking eighties movies moment, and then like oh. it landed into somebody. 
<laughs> like, you know those commercials where somebody throws something in one place, and mm-hmm. then it lands in, like, a completely different place? It's one of those throwing montages. It's exactly what it was like when you threw that grenade, okay. except it caused death. So that was um, that was in my uh, JOMG, right? Yeah, that yeah that's yeah. what I remember. <laughs> yeah. I got some pretty sweet accolades with my grenades. I cook them to perfection. That's why I'm... That's why I'm called Master Chef. It's terrible. I like this. See, he, you need to do this shit online. I'm, I'm getting online yeah. like tonight. There you go. Cool. Okay, I gotta, I gotta get this game now. There yeah, you go. If it's on tonight, I'll be on too. How about that? Okay. All, All right, right, everybody, listen up. We gotta be a part of the problem. So. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. Might as well. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going after these bros. Yeah. Well, no. All, all joking aside, though, like, yeah, I'm not trashing on like the existence of Call of Duty. I'm trashing on the way it, Call of Duty is the next guitar hero. Call of Duty is, is the so next much. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's thank just, you. That's all it is. New one, right? It's already been announced for next year, and I mean, everyone knew it was coming. But the fact of the matter is, they announced it a week after it came out. Uh, like, but, here, okay, you know, but here's the thing, though. I disagree. I disagree. It's not the game. I think the game's good. I think the game does. Yeah. What it, what it, accom- like, it accomplishes what it's set out to do. It's it not does. the game. It's the people but it does that play little, it. It does little mm-hmm. to it's innovate the people it, that though. play it. Well, no, but it doesn't have to. Well, neither does Tetris, but Tetris is still a good game. Mm. I'm just saying, like, I, I think the game is, is good on its own merits. It's the people that ruin that game. Yeah. I'm sorry, it is. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's the same mentality of, um, you know, I bought the Wii because it's it's the Wii Sports machine. It's not because it's a system and it plays games and it's innovative. It's the game I can do bowling on. Now Call of Duty has become, you know, the reason why people own a PS3 or a 360. Yeah. You know, it's the, become the, more the, recognizable than most any video yeah, game at and this and point. And the, thing that, the thing that gets me the most that I don't really... And, and, you know, you can call me bitter. I don't care. I definitely am when it comes to this. These are the same people that made fun of me when I was in school for playing video games. Exactly. They're now, they now coming into my store and buying Call of Duty. Like, exactly. You know, he nailed you know, it right on the head. The, the landscape has changed, and it's gotten to a point now where I'm just like... Christ, man! Like you know, ten years ago, I was the guy that you wanted to push down the stairs because I played, you know, an RPG or something like that. And now you're coming in and playing a game that is an RPG. Like you're leveling you know what, up, you're getting yeah. gear. You know what? That's exactly what it is. I'm gonna stop. I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there too. I've actually had people who they're the same people that you described. They, you know, push me down the stairs for playing an RPG or any game I enjoy. Mm-hmm. They're actually taking. Some of them are even taking Call of Duty games and being like, "Oh, well, I'm completely separating this from the kind like." Like, I'll say, oh, I play video games, and they'll be like, oh, so Call of Duty, right? And I'll be like, oh, I play a little bit of Mario, Zelda, Final Fantasy, this, that, What's other, that? Diablo. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, oh, those aren't video games. No, 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 no. Yeah, Ex- except for everyone that listens to the show. They're cool. But yeah, exactly. everyone else. We love That's you right. all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> the only thing sorry, that I Sorry, would sorry say... about that rant. <laughs> all right. I, if... no, don't worry about it. Now um, that Mama Boyzax is on fucking Facebook, I'm, I'm told, <laughs> I've already told her twice. I'm recording. Everything okay? I'm recording. <laughs> like, well, oh, what no. does that not register? Dun dun dun. I don't know. As far as my mom knows, like a podcast is just some an excuse to drink to her. That's all she takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But anyway, no. Okay, my thing with call. All right, here's the thing, and. I don't know. I haven't played the full experience of Battlefield 3, but I, I like my big beef is where Battlefield 3 set out to do some amazing shit. Now, it did fall slightly short of, of that way little leeway just because the Frostbite 2 engine was buggy. I like I've talked about it in my in my beta impressions and again, these are impressions. These are simply impressions. They're not my critique of the game, but 
that's a beta. I haven't played the finished product, but I've heard the finished product did slightly carry over some of these issues. Either mm-hmm. way, though, it's it is something to be to be played. However, Call of Duty has become such a fucking name, and that's all it is. It's a name. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, Activision's going to treat it just like Guitar Hero. Because remember, between Guitar Hero 3, between Guitar Hero World Tour, uh, these games, you, you saw little, little or anything even done with these IPs. It, at this point, they were just, they were becoming more than annual releases. They were becoming quarterly releases. That's all this is going to be. There's only so much of a, a game's root merit that you can do. I mean... It's like seeing Mario hasn't changed within the last 20 years. Essentially, a lot of it's retained, like, a lot of it's retained some of that same core, but it, you can't compare fucking Galaxy to Sunshine, just no. like you can't compare Sunshine to 64. I mean, sooner or later, like, Nintendo basically adapted attention to detail and adapted this for a generation. Call of Duty just prints money. That's mm. why I have a big beef. And, and, and like, people just add on to it. Now, again, I have nothing really concrete to say because I haven't I haven't sat down and played Modern Warfare 3. When I do, yeah. best believe I'll open my fucking mouth. But well, I, it, it, I and honestly, you're probably going if you played Modern Warfare 2, it's probably going to be the same thing, but I will say I think and, and trust me, I want to hate Call of Duty. I really do because I mean, I'm the guy that's slinging that product, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm yeah. the person that's giving it to people and and I kind of hate myself for that. But like it's it's honestly they've actually taken strides in making the game a little different. I mean, there's still the same components that people play it for, but I do like the fact they did like the survival mode, which gives you basically the people bitching that zombies isn't in this one. They can play something that's like zombies, except you're not shooting actual zombies. Like yeah. I, I actually I actually had a guy come into the store, asked if zombies was in the game, and I said no, it's only in Treyarch games. He said okay, I don't want it. <laughs> Holy oh. shit! They could just make a zombies game that sell fucking million copies. Like there you easy. Go. But, uh, you know, they did the Kill Confirmed thing for online, which I love. Kill yeah, Confirmed neat, is such a neat twist, it, yeah. It's a cool idea because it prohibits, it doesn't necessarily prohibit, but it definitely makes it harder to camp. And it just gives you an objective to where you actually do work as a team as opposed to being, you know, just run and gun every man for himself. Okay, you know? yeah, explain, <laughs> well, I guess explain it depends who you play with. But. So, so Kill Confirmed is a uh, multiplayer mode where it's just like Team Deathmatch, but... In order to get credit for the kill, you have to run up to the guy's body and get his dog tags. Like there'll be like these floating dog tags above above the person that you killed. Um, they're uh, red if it's your team, and then it's gold if it's uh, the opponents. And I, I think that's how it is. I've only played a few matches. Um, so you'll want to. The objective, of course, is to run up and grab the dog tags. Whoever gets the most wins. Um, and so you can actually go up and grab dog tags from your teammates who have fallen to prohibit the other team from getting them. And then also when you kill someone, you go and grab their dog tags, that counts as a kill for your team. And it creates a really cool mechanic that if you're working well as a team, if you're you know in party chat or whatever with people you're playing with, you know, you can actually create kind of like choke points where, you know, say I died and I dropped my dog tags, you know the other team's going to be coming to get them. You could actually have your teammates kind of surround that area, wait for them to show up, take them out, and grab their tags. Like there's so many different objectives you can actually kind of do now because of that it creates see, a whole new mechanic which i think is interesting and i'm yeah, glad they i actually that really like that and see it, 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 yeah. that's what i okay and that's what i want as long as there's you know new strives to do something mm-hmm. other than because honestly you know there's only so much michael bay effects can take you and in, in like i know that sounds hypocritical being as like i i fucking romanticize uncharted so but 
Like, and, and I'll get to that, but Modern Warfare 3, I may, I may slappingly joke about, like, how I could care less for it, and I, I definitely wasn't motivated to pick one up at launch. However, I could, you know, I'm willing to give this one a chance, but with, with Activision already throwing out an annual release, it's like, like I said, it's, it's more or less about the money being, uh, being, the product being able to print money to the point where the product doesn't have to rely on the product, just the name. And that alone, it frightens me. It makes me want to rule it off because yeah. I, I know that other like other first parties or third parties either – it's like they're separating the two camps, though that sort of thing, or they're striving to innovate. There is just one thing that I will, I will never forget. I actually picked it up from the EGM roundtable, and I believe it was Sucker Punch. And Sucker Punch basically stuck with the fact like, okay, we have an opportunity to increase our revenue. We have an opportunity to basically jump shift and create all of our products for different platforms. But A, this will stretch us apart. B, not only that, we, we don't trust the rapport with this specific platform and that can endanger like anything we can. Like as long as we put as long as we know we made a good game, whether we sell millions to a couple million, like I don't care. I know that at the end of the day, I have a benchmark knowing that I made a game. And like, I really don't think this was some sort of phony image he was trying to sell. Like, just from what I read and just from what I got to delve into that roundtable, it, it's something that I just don't see anymore, and I enjoy it. And then we get this shit from like Quantic Dream, where they're going wan wan oh oh shit, they're going wan wan over like the fucking revenue and NPR numbers. And and ultimately, I just I fear like that's the driving force. But like, we really uh, derailed. No pun intended. This fucking little, uh, <laughs> this little fucking get together. So I guess I guess Andrew's done with that. Yeah. So how about you, Sean? What's in your console? And by the way, we will touch base on this in the uh, in the actual topic. So hold that thought. Oh. But yeah, my console or my consoles. Uh, the latest thing that I actually played a few minutes ago was uh, Super Mario 3D Land. All right, so and, talk to me about Super Mario 3D Land because I'm getting a lot of mixed things about that. Well, you know, I'm only 15 minutes in, but um, this will probably put things into perspective too. I'm pretty much done with the first world already, so I can already tell. Like, I I'm enjoying it, don't get me wrong, but I'm already telling, wow, this Mario game is just going to fly on by. And i got to say, the coolest experience that I've had so far, this, and this is an awesome application with 3D technology, but there was one level where you're pretty much going down low. Like, you're up in the sky, but you're going down lower and lower and lower. And I personally think that uh, the 3D effects really had on to that. And it's just really awesome. It's like I can actually feel, like, you know when you're in a car and you just feel kind of like your stomach just, like, kind of drops when you go down a hill? It's almost like that for me. It's like, whoa. Well, it, oh, I think it works out well, too, because the way that game's set up and enforcing, like, you know, the 3D aesthetic is it's got, like, this... 3D area, this 3D arena, uh, oh yeah, like quality to it, but it's got like a fixed perspective thing going on, like Crash Bandicoot. It does. So it, it is completely fixed too. And a um, couple of the first levels are actually just you are going sideways. It's more like a, uh, it's like you had the original Mario games that were just 2D side scrollers, and you had the so-called 2.5D. Now it's almost like 2.5D. I'd almost call it maybe 2.8D, 2.9. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. Like nice. it's pretty cool. I'm going to probably have a lot more to say about it, too, when I actually get past the first world and past the 10-minute point. There's, uh... But yeah, the 3D technology really does give the game a lot of justice. Well, okay, so what, how, what's the need for it, though? Um, well, in some cases, you could actually 
you actually need the 3D effects just to give you a little bit of a better perspective as to where objects are. Because I actually, I've heard a couple other reviews say this as well, but I actually have experimented with it myself, and it does do, you do have to adjust the 3D depending on the setting, so. Well, okay, so these guys, I believe 3D Land was uh, developed by the same people who did Galaxy, too. Does that, like, can you tell at all? A little bit. But not much to say. Yeah, you've only really played it for 15 minutes. I was going to say, I don't really, yeah, 15 minutes (laughs) is not a... That's not a whole enough time to gauge yet, because I did just, uh, I, I just went out, bought it today, played it for 15 minutes, and oh, here I am now. <laughs> but the thing is, is right with uh, with any Mario game these days. Uh, well, even within the last uh, what now, uh, 14 years, 14, 15 years now since uh, Mario 64 has come out. Uh, anytime there's a 3D Mario game, they pretty much have identical feeling control structures, like in terms of movement. You know, and it really does. And so. Mario kind of. That's the first thing I thought of, too, when playing this, even though there is more of a linear uh, movement, like, oh, you're just going straight ahead. Right. And be warned, too, there, uh, for some reason, I thought maybe there would be an edge in the second level, like when I was crossing a bridge, that, like, oh, well, it won't go off the bridge. But, right. yeah, you can pretty much go in any direction. But, yeah, it's pretty huh. much got that same feel to it as, like, the Mario 64 kind of game where, you know, you just run around with the little 3D Mario. And Well, Sunshine was really floaty, though. Like it, I don't, I disagree. I think Sunshine felt the most distant away from any of those models. Like Mario was really floaty in his jump and his movement. Like I, 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 I don't know. He was a, he was a pudgy little fucking pillow on legs that moved around. <laughs> it's really floaty. So I, I felt like Gra- uh, Galaxy. He was weighed down more, and like there was more. Of, I just felt like there was more of a weight to maneuvering him. So you know, I guess you could give that pillow description to to, to this one in a way if. Well, the problem is Sunshine's actually one of them I missed out on. So, like, how how floaty would you say it was compared to uh, 64? Oh, really floaty. 64 felt rigid. So, yeah, it would probably be... Like, like I didn't feel like I... I, I don't feel <laughs> like I'm just going to, like, float away as you describe or anything like that. Like, Well, I'm not saying he was a fucking helium balloon. I'm well, just yeah, saying... Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, it's maybe... I don't know, maybe kind of like if it's, like, Mario on an ice rink, maybe, and, and that kind of floaty, or... Well, okay, well, not Mario on an ice rink, but kind of. I would say more like Mario on a Zamboni at the beach. Just, <laughs> like, I don't know exactly. I mean, you could just tell. I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's one of those feelings that is really, really hard to describe. Zamboni on a beach, yeah, that's, there's wow. a certain There's a certain, like, pixel precision that you have between movement and frames of animation that you, you mm-hmm. take a, you take attention to when so you're would you say that it's it's more like say uh mario versus luigi in mario brothers 2 or no oh. I, it's it's more like a mixture of two like pretty much you know how mario can be staunchy and luigi yeah. can be floaty take okay. a little bit of staunch throw a little bit of floaty and then there's sunshine and oh. then it's like between the two then yes yeah and then galaxy got a little bit more staunch to it as far as his weight and his movement so i'm just curious if they add a little bit more floatiness and the reason why is there is such a a high focal point on the tanuki suit so if anything i'm pretty sure like there there might be a different floatiness to movement or jumping i don't know something you can tell with the tanuki suit you mentioned you mentioned the tanuki suit and if anything i would say that in some cases it's not even floaty enough depending on the situations Oh really? Yeah, Mario is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a tail with these. I just have like, yeah, I just have like pillows and zambonis in my head now. You can still turn into That's the like, statue, though, right? No, 
You can't what? turn into the statue. Ah, I found out about I was, I was going to say, I actually, I actually didn't try that. You know, yeah, you can't fly, and I guess you can't turn into the statue either. You just pretty much just wag around, and you use it to make you a little more floaty, so you can tr- kind of sort of make jumps that you couldn't make before. But, you know, they kind of nerf power-ups like that in uh, 3D environments anyway. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I, mean, I guess I wouldn't really expect to fly around in a game like that anyhow, because, I mean, the yeah. 2D world, it's it's just a lot different. And if you think about it, if they incorporate the statue mechanic, there's going to be a stealth level in Mario. And you know how many people are going to fucking cry foul over that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, really? You just got spotted by the Koopa Troopa. Fucking go back. Yeah. Or genome soldiers just pop out of nowhere and break your neck. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Um, oh, and there are Goombas with Tanuki tails. Yeah, okay. See, I like that. I, uh, I, yeah, I, that's, I that's pretty that cool. Was, I thought that was unique. Because, like, there are Paragoombas. You know, I don't know. Oh. I just... I, you know, I think Nintendo's kind of falling back in the notoriety of like, oh man, the Tanuki was like, it, w- it was such a high point, it was such a revered, nostalgic uh, component of Mario as far as everyone always going back to Mario Bros. 3, let's, you know, let's bring it back in high note. Mm-hmm. I just, if the Karibo shoe is in there, that's fucking day one purchase. That's, oh, I just want the Karibo shoe. You, you keep me posted <laughs> on that Karibo shoe. I seriously do. Overall, though, I seriously do believe that this probably would be the spiritual successor to the uh, the new Super Mario Brothers games, which kind of makes me sad in a way because I really wanted to see another one of those games that was just the two, as I described it before, the kind of two point five D or Neo Retro effect. So I'm I'm hoping that this still I'm hoping this doesn't mean that they're just going to say yeah we're just going in this direction now, but that's pretty much the kind of feeling I'm getting, especially with the level select stage, which is like. It's just a 3D version of that type of stage selection. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But uh, I've also been uh, other games. I've been playing Fate Extra. I threw the uh, reviews um, up on the site, and that's a pretty good, interesting dungeon crawler. It's uh, I think a lot of a lot of players who are looking for more fast pace, like Final Fantasy. Well, it depends on what your definition of Final Fantasy exactly is, <laughs> yeah. based on all the damn games they've made. But uh, Anybody looking for more like fast-paced, okay, here we go, kind of RPG, um, with air quotes, RPG, they're going to definitely be turned off by it. But uh, anybody else, especially Type Moon fans or Fate, fill-in-the-blank What the fuck is fans. Type Moon? You've been using yeah, what that is term? That? What is that? What do you mean by that? That, that, Ty- that was the one thing that confused me throughout the whole review. Type Moon is the uh, – I think they're like the manga company or the anime company. They pretty much – they're the company that makes all those products, and they make a variety oh, so of series. And the Fate series happens okay. Fate, to be Fate Stay Night, right? Yeah, Fate Stay Night, and yeah, all those. But and yeah. uh, anybody who's a fan of that, they're going to recognize the uh, themes being used. They're going to recognize even some of the characters from uh, previous games and previous articles, depending on what it was. I mean, I won't lie; I'm not a Type Moon expert, but. Uh, no, I mean, uh, the only thing I really didn't like about that game, I felt like the music didn't do that great of a job being engaging. In some cases, um, like the beginning title included, there actually wasn't any music. What? And when there is music present, I feel like I'm, like, on the phone. Oh, so <laughs> being, I was going to say, so it's being phoned in, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, like oh. the, and every now and then you kind of have, like, the... Uh, you know, you have like the standard saxophone montage, and like you, you know, it's, <laughs> oh it's stuff boy. you've seen. It's stuff you've seen in like Japanese animation culture. In, insert so. bone soundtrack here. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, reading your review, I was just kind of like, okay, well, because I saw it in the I saw it in the back room where I work, and I'm like, huh, this looks kind of interesting. 
So I read your review and I'm just kind of like, ooh, Dungeon Crawler, ooh, Fate Stay Night. I don't know. So I think I'm going to be staying out of that one. Yeah, it does seem like something that could really get to you. You know, I will say, though, uh, something kept me in there. Something kept me going. Uh, I, if, if I could say that it was anything, I'd definitely say that the story is fairly engaging and the characters... I don't really know. I guess mixed is the best thing I could say about this game. And, and I've looked around, too, after I wrote my review, and I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. I saw a couple of sites that gave it really good. I saw one site that gave it really bad. And a lot yeah. of the pros, I think they're actually putting it in, like, the C range if it's, like, 77.5. But again, it is it is Fate Stay Night. And now Fate Stay Night as, as a whole, anyways, is sort of a mixed bag. And you either love it or hate it. Exactly. Unfortunately, it's... I know someone who's obsessed with it, and he's a bit of a dork. So. <laughs> he's gonna. Well, there you go. So he's, he's gonna. Not. He's gonna get this game, and he's gonna love it, and he's gonna tell his friends how wonderful yeah, it is. And, and and it is. It, and it is relatively. It's a solid, engaging dungeon crawling experience. That I guess that's the best way to sum it up. Okay. And uh, I've also been playing a little bit of Skyrim. Blah blah blah. Dragons done a lot of crap. Um, yeah. There you go. That's a good note <laughs> to end on. Law. Pr- pretty good review. <laughs> pretty, pretty sums it up. Yeah. Everybody else is saying everything else, so I don't really feel like there's. Oh, you know what? I will mention this though. Half a this is the first. This is the first time I think that I have gotten a fist fight with a female blacksmith. Mm. Always so. the first time for everything. Yeah, you know, you well, know what she had. What would you like? Was it like one of those? Look at what she's wearing. She was asking for it. Scenarios like what? what <laughs> um, no, it was a. It was a scenario. Um, I I wanted to join a. Uh, I wanted to join a special uh, group known as the Companions, and uh, the one guy in there, he's like, oh, are you looking for more work? And I'm just like, oh, sure, why not? And then he's like, okay, well, here's one thing I need you to do. I, you know, I can't even remember the exact story of it. I just accepted the quest because I wanted to go along, but I think... Uh, you didn't read the details? Like, I don't know. I, I, he just told me to hit that bitch. I don't care. <laughs> well, he pretty much said, oh, I want you to, uh, yeah, I want you to threaten I want you to threaten this skink, but I don't want you to kill her. Don't kill her. So I, but uh, yeah, so then I go to her house, and I'm like, uh, and I'm, like I'm here yeah. to... I'm here to settle a dispute. Yeah, I'm here to settle a dispute. And then she's like, "Okay, that's fine. We'll see who's. We'll see how this goes." And she just like gets up, puts up her fists. I get up my fists, and we're uh, fighting each other. I kick her ass, and then accept the quest. And <laughs> I just imagine you know. Sean all down going, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Sean gets a bag of oranges Dimitri, together Dimitri. so she doesn't bruise. Oh, the annoying thing. God. No, the annoying thing. That's from experience, man. That scares the shit out of me. You know the annoying thing, though. Afterwards, I went up in the mountains to. Uh, continue the main quest and i guess from uh engaging in the fist fight my swords were unequipped because they're like automatically unequipped and oh. didn't back. So then some wolves <laughs> like, were, i had like five oh, wolves attacking fuck. me at once and i'm just like what the hell am i gonna do with my fists just cry chopping the shit out i'm like come on yeah. there's a big kevin uh. sorbin or sorbet what what is it hercules hercules yeah uh. fuck it <laughs> yeah, to just fucking yeah. start punching shit. Anyway, so yeah, that's Skyrim. Uh, bust a bu- bust a lip open and uh, dragons. <sighs> <laughs> How about you, G? What's up? Oh my god, dude! So much. All right, you've been on a roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in the middle of my next review, and then I have so I have a pile of shit to review. All right, so uh, Uncharted Three. And fuck you, Andrew. First. Hey, off. <laughs> hey, come on! I had to, man. It was so funny when I read that. I was like. Uh-huh. But I, I, no, I, and then I read the review and, uh, you know, like, it's no, just, no, no, not so much. Well, no, no, no. It's just, you know, when I saw that, I was like, uh-huh, we'll see. And yeah, no, but you were very unbiased in your review, which, you know, which I think, which I think is hard to do. I really think it is. 
you know, especially since you love that series. So, I mean, it's hard to look at in a critical eye, you know, you'll still enjoy it, but you know, you have to, you know, look at it in all angles. So I'm glad you did that. You know, it's just, I, you know, it, it, it was a, a dickhead thing to do. I just saw it come and I was like, yeah, we'll see. That's like, that's like <laughs> me going to a buffet and saying, well, it wasn't that good. No, I'm on, uh, if it isn't domestic <laughs> violence, it's a fucking, <laughs> yeah. it's a, discrediting your character. yeah, discrediting my integrity. No, but, uh, to go forward though, I, it took me a long, really long look at it, but ultimately among thieves is my favorite out of the three, mm-hmm. but three does so many things that two doesn't. It's just that there, there's this whole thing and I'm actually writing an article piece on it. There's just there's certain set pieces that don't feel phoned in, but they they there's a sm- like by the third one there's a small there's a subtle presence of a formula so that slightly takes away. I mean, if anything, if it wasn't for the presentation, if it wasn't for the work put into portrayal, like the, you would definitely be able to see it. But it's so faint, and that's I mean that's dedicated analysis which most people may not do but the human element the attachment is what really got me see mm-hmm. among thieves is the better video game but uncharted 3 set out to be more of an interactive experience and that it achieved by all fucking leaps and bounds it kind of went it kind of went for the whole thing of this is a movie but you're playing it kind of thing right but it, you know it, it never you know what i mean it never like stuck to such fucking contrived titles to like identify itself it's its own thing mm. what i really want to know though is and, and i and like i said i've played both extensively and unbiasedly th- there's been so much fucking talk about the sensitivity between reticles if anything the shooting is definitely different than two, but I felt like it was more refined. There's just there's more of a freedom, I guess, to to the uh, to the entire aiming perspective and, and as a point of like center of focus for the reticle. I don't feel like it's necessarily in the center because that's the one thing that like you know people when they bitch about their fucking modern warfare perks like not making it into certain shooters or Gears of War. See with Uncharted. There, there's just a, there's a nice transition basically between where the reticle lands on because the reticle doesn't necessarily land so much on the player's perspective, but it kind of meets a happy medium between you and where Drake is, as well as not only that, the angle. So the one thing, if anything, that auto shoot does really help out is for propane tank throws and whatnot. Uh, hang shoots are the only one that I've noted. Like you'll really notice what I'm talking about when there's a difference in the in the physics of shooting. The movement, I don't think it's floaty. I don't think it's hypersensitive. It's, if it's anything, it has a much more immersive feel to it. And it, you it, basically, you can get used to it. It wasn't jarring for me. Like, I didn't, I felt a smooth transition. And personally, I like the shooting. Like, and that's the thing the shooting in three doesn't feel as gamey as the shooting in two. Like, you'll notice there's a lot of opportunities to where. Uh, main techniques in Uncharted, like steel fisting, running up to an opponent and fucking popping two caps in his chest and then fucking slapping his bubble goose into death. That's that's just like the one major uh, technique that a lot of people use, especially in multiplayer. 
not so much, especially with the different classifications of enemies, that you really do so. And then the melee. I think that's the, the best part I still can't get over. The contextual awareness of, like, where Drake is to the point where, like, I see a fucking tire rim, le- like, leaning up against a fucking table, and I straight grab that swing, back fist into somebody's fucking jaw, and watch it fly all over the screen as a fucking corpse hits the ground. That, wow. that engrossing material alone completely fucking sets it apart from any of the others. Just to the point where, like, the the awareness of environment and the placement of Drake, it adds into the play, but it gives you, it makes you play the game entirely differently. So I guess what, what's one game. I don't want to say it's, it's not large. Like it's not so large as the difference where it feels jarring. There's just, there's definitely a transition. It's kind of like when you play skate two to skate three, there's yeah, just there's same a, mechanics, but it just feels different. Yeah. There's an attunement to the physics, just like, You'll definitely feel a giant difference if you were to go back to one from three, which is something uh-huh. I did because there's one addendum that I wish I can add other than the 3D point. If anything, there's one flaw that I can give three is I wish three brought back the brutal combos from one because the, in, in the melee, the melee, it actually it, it, it's not so frenetic like Batman. But it, it definitely takes a lot of cues from Arkham City and Arkham Asylum because there's a lot of points where you'll be grabbed. And you can counter other enemy like the counters yeah. from two melee with two always involved you focusing on one opponent and like if anything the enemies would like go back and forth if they were up close and then any distance enemies would just fucking shoot at you and mm-hmm. you, pretty much you'd be a bullet sponge until you can find cover and three if they're close enough like they will come after you on and off screen but the yeah. one thing that it does is for a millisecond the entire frame will slow down which i think is much more beautiful and much more immersive than some fucking angry lightning bolts like circling some <laughs> inmate's head like i hated yeah. that shit and yeah. then all I, the, the one thing that like uncharted did better than that which i also mentioned in the other review because i'll get to arkham city is you can interrupt your animation. Like it was dynamic. There were, there were, there was seamless integration between basic, like it felt lifelike. Like I want to say that, you know, and I might like get slapped on for this, but fucking Arkham city's melee system can be exploited. Arkham city's melee system can feel dialed in, especially like during certain odds that there's ways to get around it. When you're, when you're in combat with uncharted three, it's intense. There's like a, opportunities to grab your opponent. There's a fucking bar with liquor bottles that I can just smash and cut up some fucking dude Charlie Gray all over his goddamn chest. There's a fucking opponent that's right there to grab me as I fucking jump back, push him against whatever wall he's in, elbow him in the face as I fucking straight plank kick the other motherfucker and send him flying harder than Launchpad McQuack. Like, there's just... There's such an immersion that completely blends the yeah. action with the experience that I, I can't get over. And there's a brute class of enemy. They, they kind of do it a little too much, and it, that that's the one thing that felt gamey about Uncharted 3. But beating on this motherfucker and then pretty much like getting feeling helpless, that, that yeah. sense of helplessness, okay, it, it, just get it. It's a goddamn good game. The, yeah. the set pieces and everything, the human element is really what that game is all about. And... You know, because of uh, Uncharted, I I got into like pretty much it, it basically interested me to get into involved with the history involved with Sir Francis Drake and the fact that they beautifully integrated circumnavigation with fucking uh, 
exploits that could have been done with Arabia. And like, there's a theme, you know, Lost City, so Arama the Pillars, and then blending T.E. Lawrence. And the one thing I don't want to spoil it. You're not really spoiling because it it's in it's in the very first half hour of the game. There's a definitely an homage to like the last crusade and definitely an homage over all the comparisons from uncharted to indiana jones to begin with because now as i mentioned with the human element i have now been given more backstory the origin of nathan drake and yeah. victor sullivan to where i can identify with these characters on an entirely different level mm-hmm. like Agreed. yeah so there's that now, i want to ask though um, when you play Uncharted, what difficulty do you start on? Because I've been hearing Hard. so many different. That's the thing. I've been hearing so many mixed things. Like I play on normal, and it's usually a challenge, and it gets a little frustrating, especially in two. Like the later stages of two, I fucking wanted to throw my PS3 through a window. Um, you know, well, but I played on normal, but then I've had friends saying they'll play it on easy because even normal seems to be you know kind of hard sometimes. That. I think what it is is okay. As I mentioned, mm-hmm. Uncharted is all about the environment. If I see, if I am catty corner and I see moments to where I can jump up, hang shoot, then fall behind somebody else, fucking monkey clutch and break his fucking neck, then afterwards, steel fist, run up, run and gun, punch that motherfucker in the bubble goose, and then afterwards, hope I get lucky and I'm not black and whiting to the point where I can get some cover, blind fire, and then do a finishing shot right in that motherfucker's chin, connection between bullet and fucking molars, like I'm done. That dude's brain's already hit the wall, and like, there we go. I have completed it. If I have one of those mutant motherfuckers that wears enough, uh, body, you just got to aim for the head. Yeah, but apparently you can kill it with one crossbow shot, but you can't, you know, dump That's clips into thing. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, but like, there, like I said, there's just if it's all about recognizing your setting. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's enough of Uncharted with uh, Arkham City. Now, Arkham City, it's it's I've, I got some hate on it for my review. It sounds like I'm hating on the game. But I just I felt like there was such a bar set, and Arkham Asylum was a pleasant surprise. So Arkham City was just like something that had these standards so high set for. And I don't know, man. The open world, it, it there's so many there's so many amazing touches to it, and then there's so many flaws that piss me off. I think the number one thing that I hate above all else are the contextual side missions. That's garbage. Oh yeah. That's and AR perfect. missions and shit like that. Well, no, no, no. The contextual side missions, pretty, pretty much the contextuality of it is you, it's, it's invisible. So you really don't know unless, like, you, like it, it kind of motivates somebody to break the experience and just go fucking online and look at it. And I hate that shit. While some people can doubt, like, oh, if anything, it feels more immersive because you're not relying on a marker. There are just certain gaming conventions that should stick with the entire fucking thing. Markers. Markers, I, I'm sorry. If you feel that markers break your fucking immersive experience, well then go go fucking play an FMV game. Have fun with Night Trap. Just <laughs> like... Yeah. I think the, the one thing that was totally dropped on as far as the ball was just the fact that the markers do not distinguish... They distinguish interior to exterior, but they don't distinguish the layer of depth. There's street level. There's fucking mid-level to buildings. There's top level. None of that is, like, acknowledged, and the compass waypoint system doesn't really acknowledge us either. If anything, the navigation done through Arkham City is done through its beautiful aesthetic. It's It's got that charm it's where like you move into a new town for the first week or two and you start recognizing the streets and that's how you navigate yourself. So if you see a, a vague representation of somewhere where the marker might be, you're not going to look back at the mini map or look back at the waypoint. Even you're just going to be like, okay, that's where ACE chemical plant is, or that's where Sionis industries is. That's the charm. That's amazing. But other than that, like 
I feel like Rocksteady, it, it was a really shaky transition for them to do open world, especially in certain points with Catwoman. Catwoman, I was definitely, you can tell it was an afterthought when you apply, because there are certain points where it's way, it, it's too hard to get her through it. Like, you can, but it feels stupid. It doesn't feel seamless like the travel. But that, that was my favorite part of Batman, actually, not the combat. It was the travel. You know, one thing I wanted to ask you about was, uh, I, I read that you, uh, with the Riddler, he has those henchmen that are kind of with all the other, like, uh, henchmen that you battle they have the bright green suits but you have to knock them out in a certain order how easy is it and how annoying does it get if it gets you knock annoying. out that guy it, it, okay so it, it gets doesn't annoying, happen but often. there's certain okay it gets annoying when there uh, are armed guards but like the new like basically one of the new things there's an integration with gadgets in between combat mm-hmm. so to the point where you didn't have to be so lily livered like you were in asylum like where you have to completely use stealth if you've got at least two armed people there there are now ballistics armor that you can upgrade to that where batman could take a few fucking rounds of shotgun blasts to the chest without killing over. And he can now back grapple the gun out of the enemy's hand. In fact, he can then back grapple the enemy into him into a nice. fierce fucking clothesline. And then afterwards cave in his chest. So, so the, that yeah. can kind of help with the situation, but, but it's there are still... points where, like I said, when you're in this knockout animation, uh, all the enemies are they're just way more aggressive and yeah. the countering. Like I said, it just doesn't feel as intuitive as it did with, Asylum, and it's much more frenetic, and there's much more conditions too. So overall, like the combat system was actually a little disappointing. Is somebody clapping? <laughs> I think someone <laughs> fell again. <laughs> I heard that. It's, yeah, I'm like, it was I, on end. please, like, <laughs> no, no need to. I'm just sharing opinion. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the combat was one thing I was actually least impressed with in Arkham City. It was all about the city and the travel. Like, uh, there's new mechanics with the gliding. You literally, you don't have to touch the ground. I could actually get around Arkham City completely through grapple and glide without touching the ground once. I, I've found at points where I've turned on the game just to have fun, glide through, find a group of enemies, harass them and remind them why I'm the Batman, and then get up and fucking go. <laughs> But there, there are new things that you can do that can basically stun enemies. So, like, you can you can definitely stun the Riddler enemies and put them out of the picture for the while so you can get your interrogation done. And the interrogation, oh, they're, they're so pleasing. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but just hearing Batman, like, say brutal things like, Now, I had trouble washing the blood off in the last informant for the Riddler, so you wouldn't want to lie to me, would you? And then there are other points like, lie to me or eat through a straw for the rest of your life. Like... They're just fucking brutal. So it totally captured the Batman, the aesthetic to it. But it's definitely better than Asylum only because of the the grandeur of the entire thing. But there are points where it was disappointing. Uh, Fuck. I've been playing a whole lot more. I recently... Okay, so the last game I'll talk about because I know I went on and on. But um, I'm actually reviewing it now. Kirby's Return to Dreamland. This Mm. is definitely going to be the most overlooked game of the year. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And it's one of the most charming. It's honestly, I I will admit, it's Superstar 2.5 meets Amazing Mirror without the Metroidvania. So basically, it's not one giant open world. It's classic Kirby setup with a a stage lobby and just uh, multi-tiered stages. But there are certain components that really help out there, but there's also disappointing moments. Like, for example, all the enemy are, uh, it's the same superstar mechanics to where if you get health, you could share it by giving each other a hugging kiss embrace or whatever the fuck you wanted to call it. Basically right. some Kirby love. That's what we like to call it. Give, <laughs> Kirby, give love. Kirby love. 
Um, the best kind. Yeah. Oh. Kirby rhymes with herpy. Uh, oh. Anyway. Oh. The so, worst kind. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, you can ride uh, on each other to the point where all four of you can stack up on each other, which is cool because I really think they, they took that, that whole mechanic from the canceled Kirby Hitchhikers game for the cube. So I like that. Uh, you can also grab onto each other when flying, but it doesn't work so well in the flying because you definitely feel the weightiness. But each character has their certain aspects. Like Waddle Dee, Waddle Dee's like this fucking crazy bamf motherfucker with a bandana and a spear. So like he throws spears <laughs> and he straight cuts shit up like like Sick. madness with spear. Um, Meta Knight has unlimited flight and uh, he has a lot of cues that take uh, definitely take notice from Smash Brothers Brawl and the development behind Return to Dreamland is uh, from Smash Brothers Brawl. Kirby now has a super suck that can take out only Kirby. Th- that's the one thing. There's still a little too much focus on Kirby, but it works. King DDD is the last playable character, and he's definitely slower, but he, he's got the best defense. Like, any of the hits that he would take don't do as much damage as the other characters, and, like, pretty much uh, the, the best component about Meta Knight and King DDD as well is they're they're essentially permanent hammer Kirby or permanent sword Kirby. So a lot of the environmental uh, events you'd come across, like a rope to be cut or a peg to be smashed, if Kirby wasn't that particular power, instead of like frantically searching for that enemy, you have them and they can come in. And okay. it's got a nice drop in, drop out aesthetic. There's certain mo- moments too that um that they took from Epic Yarn, there where there are these epic powers like a. Uh, epic sword or mega beam like each one has their own version to where you fucking like you can only use it a couple times let's say sword kirby he can wield a giant cleaver a giant sword a giant bamboo sword and like literally wipe out everything on screen including including environmental things which will huh. need to be used to find hidden routes so it's a it's a classic kirby, a kirby formula that's like done up but the charm and the fluidity of like co-op like if I were to recommend New Super Mario Brothers Wii, Kirby Return to Dreamland, or DKCR between the three of them, I'd recommend them all for different aspects. If you wanted the best game to play with people, Kirby takes it. I'd, I'd actually have to say that New Super Mario Brothers Wii is the worst game to play with your friends because of the frenetic nature and the fact that it, it's caused divorces. Oh so. damn! I'm gonna have another. I'm gonna have another <laughs> game to play then in the next few days. Yeah, uh, and it, it really so it blends beautifully. Would you uh, say November? Uh, like based on what the uh, how the level is and how the game is progressing right now, would you say that this game would be longer or shorter than Kirby's Adventure for the NES? Oh. Uh, I'm about to say about the same. It feels okay. there's a lot of cues to Kirby's Adventure. Um, okay. All, for example, that trampoline moment at the end to where you reach certain tiers of clouds, you all do it at the same time. Um, yeah, the stage lobbies are just like Kirby's Adventure, and then. The, the plot of it is there's a spaceship and a stranded uh, character that you're helping get his uh, pieces back together. And you go there, and there's where all the extra mini games are, uh, challenge rooms. So, yeah. there's there, like I said, it's, it's essentially, it's not... I know it's bitching about very little innovation, but yeah. I feel like the subtle innovations that are blended in with the root gameplay justify it being looked at. Like, there, I've, you know, they're so funny, because there's so many people that hated on Epic Yarn as much as people who loved it and people hated on it because it didn't feel like a Kirby game. It really didn't. It was really different from a Kirby game in post of like the completely threw the copy mechanic away. Uh, it was mostly just this fun, like casual side scrolling adventure that was beautifully put together visually and really had to deal with uh, basically interacting with your environment 
and it was just mostly it was it was cute but charming. It was mostly a platformer, but a platformer involving Kirby. Nice. And this one is just like a super Kirby. Like if you like superstars, but you liked Amazing Mirror, but you want it much more controlled and much more playable, like anyone can play this. Like that's the thing. Like this is a gate. Like this is the perfect reason you would even define the Wii. Like it's why I don't think people should completely abandon even considering the Wii this holiday, other than Skyward Sword. But that's it. There's this and Skyward Sword. Unless you mm. want to get fucking Just Dance two kids, there's not much really look uh. forward to. But yeah. this game, and it's, it's a, it's a fucking, it's madness uh, that Nintendo hasn't marketed this game at all. No, there's yeah, been no marketing. People, people don't know it's out yet. No, that's yeah, pretty depressing. So <sighs> that that's that's pretty much it for me and what's in my console. Excellent. Goddamn hmm. November that took out. Yeah. Yeah. We should just, we just an episode of just this. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, might as well have. Uh, um, how about me? I've been playing a lot too, but. Uh, I'm trying to think of what exactly it was. I did Automatius. play through. Well, yeah, I did play Automatius. Um, Good. I was gonna say I know you've been waiting for it for a while. I literally <laughs> yeah. just opened mine up today. I had that pre-ordered for over a year, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was supposed to come out last September, but of course it was delayed until like last week or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's satisfying. Um, and there's obviously a lot of fan service there. And uh, if you've if you've got like the uh, the special edition, which I think is the only one that's been released so far, is the special edition. Oh, um, I played yeah. two more, but I'll add in after you're done. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, special edition. I checked out the art book, and uh, I remember opening it up, looking at it, and saying to uh, to someone I know, "This book is really ridiculous." And they said, "Ridiculous in a good or a bad way." And I said, "Well, I guess that depends what kind of pervert you are." <laughs> oh nice it's but, it, it, i don't know i don't think it's terrible i've seen worse but record yeah, and... set war mouse pad <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true i mean at least this one only comes with a, a pillowcase and it's not a body <laughs> pillow pillowcase so that's it's, good which i haven't opened and i plan not to i'm leaving sleeping dogs life <laughs> my wife will see it. that and then probably will divorce me <laughs> yeah. um the gameplay itself is well, it's it's satisfying. It's gradius, really. Um, I'm a little disappointed with a few aspects, but I'll have to wait until uh, what is it, episode thirty or forty, forty-five of Bullet Heaven. I've got that lined up. Good, good. But um, you know, I, I guess for me, anyways, it was worth the wait. It wasn't overly expensive for what came with it, and uh, the art director was the guy that did one of my favorite mangas. So you know, there is that. So it's not too bad. Also, it comes with the soundtrack CD, which comes with tracks from both Automedia's Gorgeous and Excellent. So uh, you'll find tracks there that aren't actually in the game itself, which isn't bad. And all of the characters that are included are like downloadable characters in Japan, which is a nice bonus. Uh, the only thing I'm fucking pissed off about is that I didn't get my goddamn code for the stupid uh, Vic Viper T305. So um, you, there, there's a way around it. I'll have to talk to you about that later. Okay, no trouble then. Okay, cool. So, with, with, <laughs> with <make> friends. <laughs> so uh, I was also play. I played through. I already said that I played through Modern Warfare Three, right? Yes, mm, you, it, you, oh, you oh, beat the campaign. Oh, well, but I, 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 I wish I could. I need to play two. I never did beat two. Okay, because see, it's got a pretty compelling campaign from what I hear. And apparently, yeah. like your your fucking wife gets her giny all wet over Soap McTavish, which is the <laughs> dumbest fucking what? name I've ever heard. By the way, is that so? So yeah. McTavish? It's That's only, the name of the main character. It's just as called. Oh. His name is John. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. 
You'd have to play all three, right? Because Modern Warfare 3 wraps up three games worth of story, which, to be told, should should have only been in one game anyway. But, you know, (laughs) Um, how else are they going to make yearly installments, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was a satisfying Steven Seagal of campaigns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> today you die. No, uh... <laughs> um, it, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it from my uh, point of view, anyways, it wrapped up the three parts of the story satisfactorily. Uh, I could go without another Modern Warfare game now. I'm satisfied with how it ended. So uh, if you haven't oh, played it through ended. it. Just make, yeah, well, from my from my perspective, yeah, it ended. And if they want to start another story arc, I guess they could. Mm-hmm. But the story arc that's there to me is uh, I'm satisfied with where it stopped. So hmm. at least there's that. I've been I, playing a lot of. I online. need to go back and play through all of them. Yeah, and I, I do want to play the campaign. I'm one of the people who actually do want to play the campaign, but I just I'd have to go back and probably play four again since it's been God forever since I played that game. I and then started beat, four beat two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I actually I have a way of getting my hands on four and two, but I'm gonna have to do that after the insanity, all, yeah, <laughs> the tsunami of games. <laughs> yeah, it's it's worth your time playing through the campaigns of all three, right? And you'll get about uh, I don't know uh, twenty hours of gameplay out of it. Well, a little more That's than that, good. I guess. Twenty-one hours, I guess. Combined. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. About I right. just want to make sure Sean knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I need to find. Uh, I, I need to get them all. They're all Pokemon. They're, they're, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, so. catch them all. Yeah. Ah, uh, what else? Okay. Well, uh, does the shooting feel, or is there any refinement to the shooting? Because, like I said, I just—that's all I really care about. Like to the point where it, it, there's a fluidity to to where it, it just it doesn't feel like there's a twitch finger. Because that's the one thing I hated about Black Ops. It, it's it's all twitch finger. It's all who can see who yeah, and like. Like you could shoot, you could shoot a ops. fucking spec. You could shoot a spec that's literally that looks like a broken pixel, and there you you got a kill count. I, I just I never <laughs> understood that. I never understood how like people can spot so far. It just felt like Black Ops could be so easily exploited. Well, so, that's the thing though. It's it's Black Ops. Black Ops was made by a completely different development team, and to that end, you know, Modern Warfare to me felt right. Whereas Black Ops and Treyarch's uh, engine didn't quite feel the same, so I, I wasn't as um, let's say willing to give it more of a shot. Maybe, um, and maybe that's not even the right w- the right words to say it. Uh, the Treyarch engine just it felt off. When I got into first person shooters, it was Call of Duty Four that got me into first person shooters. That was it. I hadn't played Halo. I hadn't played Bioshock. Hadn't played anything, but. With that said, because I started on Call of Duty 4, I was sort of spoiled uh, because it was just so well put together that nothing else really sort of measured up. Then Modern Warfare 2 came along and it was more uh, like a slightly refined. And I guess, yeah, to that effect, uh, Modern Warfare 3 is slightly more refined over over 2 uh, to the the point that, you know, you you don't actually have a training section like the other two games. You are put right into the the thick of the action. And you're just basically, you know, taking what you had from the other two games and away you go. It's, yeah, if it's, it's intuitive, like, I'm totally about that. But, like, see, there's a one yeah. thing that I couldn't get that, that I love and I, and I want to explore more with Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3 essentially felt like a super evolved Mirror's Edge. The, the movement and the transition between shooting behind cover to going to Chrome and, and just 
the the loadouts and the opportunities mm-hmm. and like the the feel of shooting in terms of the weight and the kickback as the, with the pull of the triggers it was it was all natural to the point where I, I've never really shot a lot of guns. The most I've done was just like hang out at some drunk friend's house as we shot his old washer machines out in the fucking cuts. It's all <laughs> I've done. But there's a certain there's a certain kickback. There's a certain rumble and I, I guess I'm just saying it right. Kickback. Re- recoil is what it means. Recoil. To say. There we go. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I'm looking for. Recoil. Yeah. And, and there's a feeling to it and, and the way you articulate it in between your line of shots and your yeah. movement and it's effective. Like there. That was the best experience. That's what ruled it out to where Call of Duty just feels like this dialed-in lineup in between reticles and and what to do from there. You know, I, I and I I haven't liked it since the get-go, especially like when I played the big red one. That was the most. That was really disappointing. I'm like, fuck this. I'm sticking with Medal of Honor. Now we see where that was an awful choice. I'm not <laughs> as old, I, I picked the high, def- I picked high but, definition DVD over Blu-ray. Essentially. The, the kind of crazy thing about that is apparently they're doing another one. If you get Battlefield 3, there's an insert inside the case that has the emblem from uh, the recent Medal of Honor. Oh, God. So, yeah, I think they're doing another one. <laughs> Which, Great. I don't know, may, may, maybe maybe they'll just take feedback from the first one and make it better. I mean, but, you know, do you want another modern shooter? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's only... Yeah. There's barely room for Modern Warfare and uh, and Battlefield. Apparently, Homefront's getting a fucking sequel. Yeah, Homefront, it's old enough. Yeah. Only only because it's old uh, enough. I don't think it's because it's a good game. I think it's just because it's sold no, well it's enough. It's not a good game. <laughs> I think people are honestly. I think people are going to probably, you know, remember that when it comes out, and it probably won't do very well. And we still got Rage, and I liked Rage though. Rage was not like it was. Oh, man. Like more people need to play Rage. It's it's, it's just a really good. I was gonna say. Shoot. I I actually forgot that I really really wanted to play Rage, and then it's a good whole, experience. Man, this whole yeah. you know I'm not even saying they're bad games. Just this whole damn month, too many. The fact you have to pick and choose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. I need to. I, I need to be. Uh, I need to be a millionaire now. Well, <laughs> no other, other, other than other than your like dreams of the lottery. What what else have you been playing, Sarah? Well, let's see. Uh, I was playing Dark Souls for a while there, and. Uh, you know, it's it's Dark Souls. <laughs> uh, it's pretty hard, obviously. Did it kick your but, ass? Uh, I wouldn't say it kicked my ass, but uh, there's Whoa. something missing from it. If if you know remember, what I mean. this like, guy beat Demon Souls within a week. That's true, man. I'm in, I, I'm impressed. But there's something missing from this one. I don't know what it is. It, there's something is it the charm? keeping me. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> charm. I don't know. I, I can't really put my finger on it, but there's nothing. There, there's something that's keeping me from being overly compelled about this particular game. And I know there are refinements, and I know that it, it feels a little easier than Demon Souls did, but nothing is keeping me going. Um, it just seems like the story is much sparser, I guess. Like, and and the the lack of the nexus in this game really sort of hampers my uh, uh. my my sense of direction. You know. So I don't know. I just I, I'm not I'm not sure how far I'm going to get into the game before I just kind of shelf it. You know, it was nice to play it, and you know, f- from what I've I haven't really gotten far at all, but it just didn't hook me like Demon Souls did, and I think that was its own worst enemy was its predecessor. Yeah, as uh, it's one of those instances where Does lightning Demon Souls feel like the sequel because you did say it was refined over. Oh yeah, it does. Uh, Dark Souls does feel a bit more refined over Demon Souls, but Demon Souls had fantastic direction. This one, not so much. So huh. I don't know. I, I mean, in terms of control and uh, and handling, right? 
Like if, if your character feels heavy, if he's wearing a lot of armor or, or lighter, if he's not, you know, he has the right feel for the type of class he is and for what he's doing. And the controls, you know, are nice and responsive. You can parry easily, but the, it's, it's just the lack of direction and the huge world that you're going through. It's just, you know, it doesn't grab me like it should. I get what you're saying. No, I know what you mean now. It, it, it's kind of like it's one of those sequels that slightly missed the charm and the point of the first one. <sighs> yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, and it pains me to say it, too. Right. But I don't know. Better luck next time from. Uh, what else have I been playing? A couple of arcade from, titles, from what? actually. Uh, from, from software. software. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was thinking about it. I thought about it. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 Sarah, 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 Sarah. Now that you got that voice, you gotta, you, you gotta say the word of words. You, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> you know it's coming. <laughs> We're never gonna finish recording, are we? No. <laughs> you know what? That is. You sound like a you sound like an announcer saying goal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Say that's our episode. Sábado gigante on Telemundo. (laughs) (laughs) Do it, do it, and say that. I don't speak Spanish. No speaky Spanish. No. Let's do El Telemundo. <laughs> I'm just too southern for you, brother. That's all. El Telemundo. <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode could be just this. <laughs> uh, yeah, this has been a this has been a benchmark. This is what you guys have been waiting for for three weeks on yeah. break. It's the like, truth. Like, we we should just wait until next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what all we right. But um, the arcade titles. I've been playing uh, Guardian Heroes. Finally. And it's mm-hmm. so good. I love that game. I like I that they, they included the, like the classic look to it, too. Yes. It like, no, I actually prefer the big, chunky pixels. I really do. Mm-hmm. Smooth over look looks pretty good, though. It Smooth doesn't... over? I don't know. It's the same with like when they did um, uh, Marvel. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, when they did that whole smoothing thing. I didn't like it. Like I'll play original pixels. Like it just I, I, The smoothing out thing just makes it look kind of weird. Yeah. True. I, okay, I guess the... It's just kind of like when you play Half Minute Hero with the new visuals on XBLA. Like, I'm so glad there's an option to go to the older uh, yes. retro visuals. Just You'd be surprised sometimes at what impact visuals have. But yeah, no, I liked it. I, 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 I just enjoy the option, but the smooth over does look brilliant. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of neat, I guess. But I still prefer the big chunky pixels. And the 360 yeah. controller layout fucking blows for it. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're totally oh. using that controller. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> That's right. The- the, the whole deep like I use a D-pad, like the D-pad that you can uh, click in or whatever, like the new D-pad. Oh, okay, yeah, the uh, yeah, cross cause... versus circle, yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm using the versus fighting pad. That's what I use for all of my... I'm, I'm using that for Automatius. What do you think? How do you think a joystick would work with that? I haven't actually tried that yet. I wonder if it a would... joystick would be boss. It I might, might have to do that. But well, what about like the the different not... like axis points between jumping between the three planes? I don't know if that would. I don't well, know. You hit the, you hit the bumpers, don't you? When you yeah, do you hit that? the bumpers, but still, yeah. you, there's a. It's just, just like Top Hunter to where yeah. you navigate your your line of trajectory and where you can actually attack in between travels. Mm. So if you implement, like, if you get that good to where you're implementing that in your combat, I I don't know. There's certain things that where I feel like joystick would be boss, and I I can't endorse it for that game. <laughs> that game is D-pad all the way. I guess. Unless you've got the versus stick, and then you get the benefits of micro switch sticks and buttons, so it's all endorsement. Good. Endorsement, but not really. So I'm just saying it's very good. 
What? When did? Why did you get Ukrainian all of a sudden? Because <laughs> I have the ability to. <laughs> yeah, because you can. Uh, oh, and then no. there was the War of the Worlds thing, which I reviewed recently. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I enjoy I, I, the story direction. Now, fuck, it's a yeah. fantastic telling it of the seemed, story. It seemed like it looked cool, but... Yeah, yeah. but... And there was like... It, it, has anyone here played Cannibalt? No, I've been wanting mm. to. I always see right? that motherfucker on uh, iOS, and it just... Because it, I've played, like, several other games like it. It's just a running game. That's all it is. is. Like, you could just play it on Congregate. Oh, well, I'll just yeah, play it on Congregate, then. That's where it came from. And if you look in the background, you'll notice that there are tripods in the background. They're totally. They look. They look identical. It's crazy. But the coolest part for me in that game was that there was a level that was just like Cannibalt. There were buildings falling below you. You had to run and jump at the right times. And there was a giant ass tripod just trying to take you out. And that that was the standout moment. Otherwise, the control is very spotty, um, and I didn't really like it especially much. But the story was fantastic. So um, the fact that it's eight hundred points makes it barely passable. Yeah. Just for the story alone. And it's narrated by Patrick uh, Stewart. So, in a nutshell, great story, bad game. Yeah, more or less. Uh, you know, great great direction, poor execution. Who did That's that one, game. anyways? Do you know the developer behind that one? Other Ocean. Yeah, they're, they're an indie developer. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I was about to say, I haven't even heard of them. But, um... One of their, well, I mean, I wouldn't even say it's their debut effort, but... That's what the guidelines stressed that they're uh, oh. into mm-hmm. into the old school presentation, and you know, so many companies do that. It's not really a selling point anymore. But whatever. so, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I've played. Well, all right. I just I did want to talk about this. I mean, Burger Time can wait. Uh, I I can really wrap that up quickly. It's not worth your time. They they okay. break the entire dynamic just by giving you the ability to jump. Oh, meaning no. fuck that game. Yeah. Um, they add more to Wait, it. Which but time again? Was this the, on three DS? No, the newest the, one that came the 360. out. 360. Yeah. Burger so Time they, World or something like that. Yeah, World Tour. A World Tour. Oh, yeah. So they screwed with Burger Time. That's just great. Yeah. Uh, now Rayman Origins. There's nothing sacred. Not. Are you kidding me? They're fucking remaking <laughs> Footloose and Short Circuit. Like <laughs> I almost want to open up a new movement that's that it's called Occupy Hollywood. Just because I'm so yes. fucking sick of this bullshit. Yes, I will. No, I will be the. I will be the first one in line with you for that. Oh God. Anyway, um, I can't remember. Okay, Rayman Origins. So, yeah. That and it, I don't have my high def set up, so maybe I'm being a little too unfair to it. But it doesn't look as beautiful as everyone's made it out to be. It, you know. Okay, I get it. It's, it's a beautiful hand drawn game, but honestly. I can compare it to fucking Shank. It's Shank without the slowdown. That's all it really looks like. It, it, that's it. Like there, there might be a few different watercolor layers or aesthetics to the entire thing, but other than that, it, there's not much. I like that it it really does return back to the roots of Rayman, though, to where there's giant stage layouts. It's it's Rayman with the 2D co-op uh, element added to it. That's been really popular amongst like Kirby, for example, or Donkey Kong Country Returns. And it does it really well. I haven't gotten the chance to explore it completely two-player, but uh, you just basically go through the level completing it like a 2D stage, but there are the Elatoons that you need to find, which are only from the first one. So 
I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It If you've actually gone back and played the first one a couple times, because the first one is one of my favorite games ever. I, I have it. I have it in nearly every goddamn platform. I even have it on the Jaguar. And the Jaguar is like my favorite version, actually. So I'd mean it. <laughs> but I, I would go back and play it, but I don't know if I can really endorse it to being a full-fledged retail experience. There's something about it that kind of feels missing, but it's got the charm there. It just... It feels like, okay, we have an existing IP that can make use of this formula, and it, it feels slightly phoned in, but at the same time, I haven't played enough of it. My impressions aren't disappointing so far, but they aren't glowing. But I would definitely check it out. But the demo is up. Go download the demo. Um, and, and, uh, Toast, tell me you've got the high-def setup. I want to know just, like, if they... Because that, that's, like, the high-definition... Yeah. It's it's like you know how people would test out the specs of a PC by running Crisis. Mm-hmm. I've been told that like that's like the benchmark kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the benchmark yeah. to running out what what oh. high definition fidelity can truly I'll, do for a game. I'll definitely check oh. it out. Well, I still need to do the same thing with Uncharted in 3D. I've yet to play it in 3D, so I'll have to give you an update Bastard. on that too. Yes. I know, <laughs> I know, I'm behind. <laughs> oh, dude, the Rubicali Desert, especially. So oh, yeah, definitely, so definitely check out the demo of Rayman Origins. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're all done now. Jesus I think Christ. so, yeah. Wow. I, I think we Two should maybe later. go to the... Yeah, really, though. Ugh. We should uh, totally hit up the uh, select feedback. What do you guys think? Yeah, sure. let's get it out of the way. I am a soldier on my own, I don't know the way I'm riding up the highways, all shame I'm waiting for the call, the hand on the chest I'm ready for the fight and fate Hey you, yeah, I'm talking to you. You love gaming, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to Press Pause Radio. If you have ever wanted to have your voice heard on a podcast, now's your chance. Know Your Gamers is always looking for guests. And if you're interested in being on an upcoming episode, send Matt an email at wofrgaming at gmail.com. You can also contact him on Twitter by searching Patriot1030. KYG is a WOFR production, and all shows can be found by searching WOFR All Gaming Station on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, or the Stitcher app on all mobile smart devices. WOFR is a member of the Open Forum Radio Network. <laughs> the voice is back. Okay. <coughs> Shit, okay, no. comrades, uh, take a look, take a look. Um, let's go to the forum, I guess. Uh, we do have a... Uh, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really... <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't really get his name. Um, I was going to say, did we convert any more bots okay. this week? <laughs> yeah, random guy one says from the forum, "Hi, guys! I found this MMORPG uh, called Dragona Online. I can say that I am currently playing this game, however, in Pil- Philippine server. I also tried the Korean server, though I can't understand Korean. I moved to Philippine server just for their English version. What Wait, I can what? say about this game is that it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. Well, he must not uh, speak English as a person. No, I got. I hear you." 
It's I'm all Martin good. Nunez Rances. I'm from New Jersey, and I like to play online games, music, dancing, and cooking. Smiley face. <laughs> what? Cool. Smiley face. Like, there's a smiley face. Sure. Where is this again? In New Jersey. He's 23. Okay. Cool. Hey, sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, welcome to our forums, Martin. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. All right. Where we're yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, what I can say about this game is that it's pretty awesome. It has one of kind duel and battle systems that fit all players. A lot of group quests, especially the formation, which is really amazing. There are four races in the game, eight characters to choose from. However, the gender is locked. Uh, anyway, gameplay is one of a kind. What a face. Uh, my friends and I are currently waiting for the international server of this game, and it's coming this December. He's excited for the game, and he can't wait to play Dragona uh, in another month. Uh, you know what online game that I played recently that went free to play that really disappointed me? What's that? Which one? DC Fucking Universe? DC Universe, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That, I don't understand how like, it's I so successful. <laughs> I completely wouldn't pay for it, and no, I, I, wouldn't well, even, I wouldn't even play it for free. I wouldn't. No, and, just, I, and I didn't. Free. I barely got the chance. I really, I, I spent twenty minutes with it, and it was fulfilling. I watched my roommate play it, and the logon, the logon like process is absolutely awful. It took him an hour and a half to get on, and it literally ranked which position it was in line, and it said he was like five thousand in line. Then it was like, oh. 942, 43, I think we're good there. It, the oh, whole man. thing is so fucking sloppy, man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how it's successful. And then uh, me and Andrew, we just got invited to the Old Republic. Yes. So we got to play that when yeah, once. Which, which we can't talk about, but yeah, I actually played a little bit this weekend. It's. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. So oh my God. I haven't been able to play it. You have to tell me how. I, I re- well, No, no, no. You, you, you got the invite, but the actual. Because I got my invite earlier, so. Like you'll probably be it next weekend because they're doing it on the weekends for now until um, early access starts. Oh like, shit! Right so there's the an embargo out. on it. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a NDA on it until God, who knows? Probably December at this point. So yeah, we can't really talk about it. But it's um, it's an MMO. So yeah, MMOs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that much, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Star, Star Wars. Don't know how I could have forgotten about it, but I'm actually back into playing Final Fantasy XI. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I, I'm pretty excited because you know um, we talked with uh, James Milky, and like that made me want to made me want to play Eleven. Like the moment we started talking about it, you know what I mean? Like instantly want to start playing it again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, he said the next time we set up uh, a feature or an episode dedicated to it, he'll come on. Oh, that'd so be I was cool. thinking about like never forget Sondoria should have one episode in Milky and Sunken Treasure Games, and we'll go at it. But I'm okay. I'm so out of the loop with Vanadil. Like I I think we should just dedicate a whole month to Vanadil, and like I think so. Yeah, yeah, but I'll, not right I, now. I I will go back to to eleven for a month at least to do that. So Would let you me know switch when. Switch to Bismarck. Um, I could. I'm I on mean, Bismarck I'm, right now, motherfucker. Yep, so am I. And I'm uh, in right now. Deiruna is on both Cerberus and. Uh, Oh Who's shit, my... she is? Damn. She is. I'm gonna go track her down. I was gonna say, there's not much I can say about MMOs except, well, actually two things, I guess. A, I'm a recovering uh, WoW addict. And B, um, uh, before you'll that... For, you'll come back for pandas. <laughs> yeah. No, actually pandas. I'm, I'm glad they uh, came out with the Pandaran, uh, Pan, Pandrania, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, I'm glad Pandaria. they came out with that because that, yeah, thank you. It makes me want to stay even further away because I don't really care. Oh, for the it makes me want to play it. Really? And you want to be, oh, yeah. be a panda man? A panda oh, man? Yeah, man. 
panda. I want to be man. a panda monk. You know what I, I found out though? Up. Though pandas are such stupid fucking creatures. Like they're going to extinct. <laughs> to the point. They are. Because they, they won't are. have sex with each other. They won't have sex with each other. They, they, like when you need to put <laughs> fucking porn, panda porn. Like do do other creatures even understand the concept of like pornography? I don't. Wow, that, that's like when wow. you need to put porn in front of like if you need to do a fucking centerfold of like some fucking panda spread eagle and then point it in the direction like there i just saved your race fuck that dude they're done I, uh, oh, yeah, yeah i love that because if i put porn in front of me and my wife i would not have sex like that's a complete opposite <laughs> just say that too has anyone else uh, ever played or Why seen my uh, your marriage is unhappy <laughs> i don't know <laughs> god has anyone ever uh, has anyone else ever seen or played uh, ragnarok online Yes. No, oh God. Yes. God. Yes. The fuck out of it. And yeah, me too. We used to play on uh on like one of those like free to play you know servers you have to pay for, and it's like the drop yeah. rates are like a thousand k. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played on one of those too. <laughs> the one I played on was actually uh I, I can't even remember the name of it, but uh, we were, we are in a exile or something like that. Exile. Was, I, was like I think I, I think I tried that one because because I had a couple of friends of mine. They were just obsessed as hell with uh, Ragnarok Online. I one did I, like that game. Yeah, Assassin Cross, man. Oh, oh yeah, same game on DS. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought DS one was gonna be good, but I don't know. Didn't seem like it was. I think I was. Oh, a, it I, actually, I, I never did tran. I never did transcend though. But it, yeah, it, wait, I, wait, I wait. So Ragnarok was released on DS. It actually came out. Yeah. It was. I yeah. thought it was one of those limbo games. Like Maple Story was supposed to come out. Oh, that oh, that, that's one of those games, dude. That's one of those games I was talking about earlier that I said that I hear about it for months and months, and then nothing and then, happens, and then I two months later I hear, yeah, it was out two months ago, and I'm like, what? Yep. Apparently, it didn't do so hot. No, God no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll check out Dragana online. In um, also, people should check out. If they want a free to play game. I mean, there are dime a dozen, I think, to be honest. But uh, Dragon Nest or Dragon Dragon Nest? Did that finally come out or what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's a. Uh, Oh, yeah, maybe it did come out. I thought yeah, it was beta. It, was it might to, be out. It was close to coming out, like because I remember when we played it at PAX East. Yeah, it was uh, good. It's eh. not bad for 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 free play MMO. It's not terrible. I mean, you could do worse. You could yeah, perfect world. You okay. could do that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, eh. I don't know. I'm kind of over the free to play and like there there's a dedicated bunch. I like sometimes oh, I just yeah. see droves and droves of people that will like trade in the most ridiculous amount of shit just to get those cards. And like I, I just oh, don't understand mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Jeez. Just like Farmville. Yeah. Oh no. So god. Zigna's the Antichrist. Um. Oh, dude, right. did you hear about their uh, real quick though? Did you hear about oh. their stock issue? They yes. they gave stock to employees, and now they're telling them, okay, if you don't give it back, you don't get your job. Lame. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. bullshit. Well, that's why they're fucking like, like Georgia, they're the Antichrist. Like they're not a fucking game yeah. company. You guys, are I know. Yeah, they, dope. You're dope pushers. I considered <laughs> yeah. them, but after hearing that, I'm like, nope, goodbye. Yeah, better things, better companies, better games. So anyway, um, yeah, I Facebook, the, uh... Google Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm so moving, back man. to the, back to select feedback. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, I this, one comes... this episode to be long, dude. Like it's been <laughs> yeah. three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we need to get it out. <laughs> Uh, from Gmail, we have a, uh, a question from Matt. Um, hey, hey, Matt. And this is directly for Toast uh, because of the nature regarding uh, because of the nature regarding <laughs> the question. But everyone should feel free to chime in, and I, I plan to. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite motion game and why? <laughs> like, is he trolling uh, me right now? No. <laughs> 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 
like, like Toast, hey, this is one like, for specifically for you. Hey, do you like the Wii? Hey, George, is, what's your favorite military shooter? I really <laughs> must know. Yeah. Yeah. Strikers 1945. <sighs> I know I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> My, my, my favorite motion game is the motion I'll make when I traded my Wii. <laughs> there you go. Uh. Dickhead. Hey, Sarah, 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 you have, to, you have to put on the voice and say, we have a winner. Yes, ding, ding, ding. We uh. have a winner. <laughs> Not like I'm in a boxing match now. I love it. <laughs> ding, ding. Winner. Uh. Oh, that was good. Yeah, but no, but it's honestly, like, like right, my, my favorite motion is the train coming down the track, so I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> this train is a fight. The train's trolling me now. Listen to that fucker. Uh, Fuck you, train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode. This is this is going to be known as the motion episode. Um, I don't. I think the guy really meant it, though. Because he was all straight, like, uh, what do I call it? Hold on. Don't worry, man. As soon as right Toast now. comes back, he'll answer your question. No, I think well, he honestly, did. I, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I do know a few maths, so maybe they are fucking with me. I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> but he's no, like, honestly, I really want some want some detail. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, I haven't played a lot of motion games. I mean, that's that's the only problem with it. Like, I. I wouldn't mind playing some Kinect stuff. Like, I would love to play Child of Eden. I just, I don't have the room for a Kinect, so I'm kind of limited in, in motion stuff. I will say, uh, I did play with the move quite extensively, especially with, like, Resistance 3, which I kind of enjoyed. But the move is just a glorified, you know, Wii motion with, you know, maybe more fidelity, maybe more, like, precision back. control. Uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, I think the one game that will truly make me a believer with motion control, the one thing that will win me over is Bioshock Infinite. Like when they do the the move controls with that, and they said they're supposedly coming out with a uh, a peripheral, like a like an actual accessory that's going to utilize the move in a way that's only unique to Bioshock. So like I don't know if it's going to be like part of a hook that you can use for like jumping on the rails. I, I don't know, but that that's a clip one that on foam sword. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> be awesome. That'll win me over. I bet if if anything can do it, Bioshock can. Well. Okay, what really won me over that I, I would want this dynamic to stay, and like it technically shouldn't have, but it did, was playing Heavy Rain with a controller and then playing it with Move. Mm, like, yeah. it was like night and day. <laughs> it was it really, and, it was, and it's Move is a superior version. I just really feel like if you don't tack it on and you do something with it, then it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, personally, my favorite. If I had to say my favorite motion game, it's really between and like I, I'm really I'm dead serious when I say this. It's either Child of Eden. It really is Child of Eden, but a close second, to be completely honest, is Soul Calibur Legends for the Wii. Uh, yeah, we both did that. We're like, uh, uh, well, you know what, guys? It, you know it, what yeah. it recognizes the Teaches vertical them. and horizontal slash, yeah, and not only that, the nunchuck moment. No, I'm, I'm fucking honestly dead from serious. what from what I've been hearing from reviews that are already coming out, it sounds like Skyward Sword's going to be another one that really is like the best utilization of that. From oh, what I've, I've heard, it's so the far. best Zelda this generation. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm going to name Wait, a sleeper. Uh, say, isn't it the only Zelda this generation? <laughs> Twilight no, Princess. There's Twilight Princess. Yeah, and oh, there's but... the, the DS ones. No, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna name a sleeper real quick, and this didn't really redefine motion controls or anything like that. But one game that I still enjoy to this day, or actually uh, just any of them in the Trauma Center series. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that, yeah those okay. are awesome. I will I will definitely add into that as well. Like when you turn I, your fucking living room into an OR. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh man. And the music in some of those levels? Oh god, yes. Uh, okay. Well, same same guy that did the music for well for the most part, anyways. Uh, he did the music for Persona. Yeah, same composer. Ooh. Yeah, oh, I Shoji love the Maguro. music. Like the music, I think, especially in New Blood, as far as the intro, it really builds this tension that I love. But okay, I'm gonna not gonna lie. Trauma Team is garbage. Don't fucking play Trauma Team. Really? No. Yeah, it it, uh. it it just it feels so contrived. Like okay. Where you think it would be expansive and it would totally add a layer of depth, it adds a layer of useless shit that you don't really care about in the interface. It's fucking stupid. Uh, like, oh. I wish I could honestly, like, they, they definitely improved the surgical maneuvers and they also improved the fact that someone can die. Like, oh shit, a patient died. Now I won't stop my medical career and fucking wallow in a gutter. Like... <laughs> that much I definitely appreciated, but everything else, like, oh man, like the... What, what is that process that you call the diagnosis process where, like, a doctor just basically tries to diagnose what's wrong with you? Prognosis. That, prognosis. That prognosis, that whole thing, it's so unbelievably tedious. It, none of it was fun. And it was a little uncomfortable because I had to stick a stethoscope on this underage woman and she had to lift her shirt up for me. Oh, really uncomfortable. What? Pedophilic dream. Oh, great. Yeah, so. Great. Anyway, so I didn't ruin the show. Um, <laughs> second opinion. So yeah, to answer your question, second opinion and new blood. Oh, yeah, I actually yeah. completely trauma forgot team. about uh, trauma team. There's a superhero in it, by the way, who's also a doctor. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's sure. true. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, that that's just trauma center in general. And ghosts, they're ghosts. Avoid trauma team. <laughs> okay, anyway. now the ghost thing is really uh, awesome. The shark. I really enjoyed uh, Rayman Raving Rabbids on the Wii. Never played it. Huh. Yeah, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I've, I've sold that one to a lot of people. Yeah, it's dirt fucking cheap, so I mean, you can't really say no. I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. I'll have to look into it. Another good one, like... though, is uh, Zack and Wiki. Oh, okay, Zack yeah. and Wiki's fucking and it's like, amazing. It's like five bucks now. Yeah, it's Ooh. a it's a must-own. Yeah. There's another one that I've been meaning to play. It just hangs out on my shelf and I need to, but uh, Fragile Dreams. And, like, I hope it, it really adds this mechanic with a flashlight in the Wiimote. Yeah. Huh. Um, boy, what was your choice, Toast? I don't remember. Like, did you really oh, have a um, real one? Yeah. Not really, no. Oh. <laughs> Sadly. It's like we're all given our choices. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I guess, like, if I had to pick one that actually, like, had a lasting effect, it was Metroid Prime 3 Corruption for Wii. Yeah. I really liked that one. I thought um, it was a really good, you know, it felt like an extension of me. You know, when I was actually doing the controls, like moving around Samus and doing the shooting, I guess I, I thought it was a really good, um, you know, uh, uh, Wii motion controls. Like, the, like how they implemented that, I thought was really well done. But I, I just I didn't play a lot of Wii games for the motion. Like normally, I played a Wii game. It was with my controller turned sideways, playing like an NES controller. That was the majority yeah. of the stuff I played. And and I you know, I've played Move, but it's just been shooters mostly. Um, and like I said, I think Bioshock's gonna be the one that will probably, like you said, as long as it's implemented well, doing something different, not doing the same old thing, then I think it'll probably be well done. It's same with 3D. If 3D's done well, then it's good. If it's you know thrown in, just kind of slammed in there last minute, it's gonna be terrible. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, there was one last part to his question. Hmm. Oh yeah, the uh, oh, did I get to that, sir? Favorite non-gaming podcast? Yes. What's your favorite I'm, one? Fuck. I don't have uh, one because I I, I just brother, don't listen to podcasts. Um, George, I'm sure George will agree with me on that. My brother, my brother, and me. Uh no, 
My brother, oh. my brother, and me has gotten stale, man. Oh, I hate you so much. I love that show. I do. I like it, but like my okay. I, li- I I'm really big into comics, so Eleven O'clock Comics, really good. Um, that that's one you can all. There's a certain couple ones in Comic Collector Live. Um, the best music podcast, like these guys, just in general, and they're just fucking hilarious, and they'll just talk movies and other stuff. Um, two two of them. One of them I mentioned earlier, and I listened to them, and I loved it with Mike Cruz and Jane, Duck of Death. That's kind of a non-gaming podcast. They really just talk about everything. They they might mention games here and there, but it's more or less a nerd podcast. Um, definitely check that one out. First World Problems. That one's fucking amazing. And then Comedy Button. Comedy yeah, Button. Yeah, Comedy Button's good. Comedy Button's re- goddamn ridiculous. Brian, Brian Altano should just have his own show. Like, that dude kills He's it. He's my least week. favorite, though. I don't like Brian Altano. Him. Oh, I love him. He's my favorite, dude. He kills like, it every single week. Like, there is this one question where, like, they were like, which celebrity in the face would you punch in the face? I'm like, M. Night Shyamalan and you. I don't like Brian Altano. Oh, dude, I love him. <laughs> he says everything I wish I could. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't have a filter. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I that's love true. Um, I was going to say real quick, if I can give out, like, a quick shout out. Um, my friend Cole Ross, um, he's done, you know, things for us in the past with uh, Don't Tree Riddle. Um, he actually has a whole network of podcasts now. And, and, and the majority of them do, you know, focus around video games. But he does have one that he does with his brother called uh, Those Damn Ross Kids. Um, they just basically just kind of sit down and just talk, you know, it's like an hour episode. They'll just talk about whatever. And it's pretty hilarious stuff. You know, it's just one of those things that you kind of wish you were sitting in on. Um, so if you want, you know, really enjoyable, just kind of laid back show, I would definitely check them out. But if you go to the website, it's, um, duckfeed.tv. Definitely just check out all their shows. I mean, um, watch out for fireballs is their newest one. That was on new and noteworthy for weeks. Like they were up there like with weekend confirmed and, and like all the big heavy hitters. So, they're definitely, you know, making great strides. So I would definitely check them out if you get a chance. I'll have oh, to cool. check that out then. Fireballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch out Fireballs. Cool. It, it, it's a games club, essentially. Like, every episode is a different game, and they'll just play through it and talk about it. Oh, it's nice. really cool. And they, and they do some really, like, ones that you wouldn't think. Like, their last one was uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Um, oh, the next one they're doing cool. is... Um, uh, fuck, what is it called? Uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. So, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, it's pretty oh, cool. So I would nice. definitely check them out. Um, speaking of which, before we move on, um, I, I had a uh, friend who listens. To, well, I don't. I think it's uh, Rosario's brother, or I don't know, because I remember he mentioned something in a message. But uh, his, his tag is Old Snake, and uh, he messaged me like thanking me for recommending a stall. I guess he went and picked up a stall for the Saturn. So we want to know about other uh, Saturn games he should pick up. A one that I really, really liked, and it should be in everybody's Saturn collection. It's not. Like, if you're wanting games like that, um, I would pick up, let's see, there's this one that I can't, I can't even remember now, but, uh, I would pick up Enemy Zero. That's a really, really, really good, just flat out survival horror game that definitely adds to it. And it's one of my favorite survival horror games. Like, pretty much, I I felt a lot of the connections of Fatal Frame through Enemy Zero. And then... It's a little pricey though, isn't it? Uh, not really. I don't think it is what okay sir it starts dark something it's like slightly it's quasi 3d but it's all 2d like the sprites Uh, dark dark i don't know fucking christ all right i'll get back to you on that one yeah Yeah, i'm Um, gonna i want someone if they're getting saturn games someone needs to get princess crown and then give it to me oh please yeah i just picked up grandia on um Oh, oh, did I tell you about that? Okay, so the dude that I said or that went to Japan, 
he comes back and he's just like i wasn't able really to find anything on your list but and then i told because i also put all right here's a second tier and here's a third tier who only got my first tier and right. thankfully grandia was on my first tier which yeah. apparently he picked up from like a hentai shop but whoa he fucking comes back right and he's like yeah so i didn't spend all your money here you go he just gives me back fucking yen that's all he does. Like, what, what, what is am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Go to the airport and get your uh, get your money back. Yeah. So I have I have some sort of famous figure in in, in Japanese history, <laughs> unlike fucking Monopoly money in my drawer, and that's like that's apparently thirty dollars worth that I have nothing. I have no idea what to do with. Fun. So anyway, collectible. Just when friends come over, be like, hey, you want to see what yen looks like? Oh, foreign money is so fucking weird to me, dude. Me too. Anyway, uh, we've, we've got, oh my god, we've got so much more to touch out. We had a community question. Yeah. Go for yeah, it, Yeah, we Sarah. did. Uh, well, our community question this week was, if you could afford one AAA title coming out this month, which one would it be and why? Uh, we'll start with the Facebook uh, side of things here. Charles David Eberly says Elder Scrolls Skyrim mm. will most definitely have the most bang for its buck, hours of gameplay, and an almost unending exploration. I'm sure as bonus signature... Uh, what? I'm sure, I'm sure as a sure bonus, as bonus signature. Yeah, maybe game. addition. Who I, knows? <laughs> and sure. you pick fist fights with blacksmiths. <laughs> uh, he also says, of course, um, most are going to be going for Modern Warfare 3. Uh, I'm sure, but uh, this month had a bunch of good ones. Uh, Joe Mugga also says Skyrim simply because of his um, uh, devoted love of all things RPG. I get it now. I get it why we love his name so much. He sounds like a fucking dude you beat up in Final (laughs) Fight. (laughs) His last name sounds like a metal band to me. Like Mugga? Mugga. Yeah. Uh, Might as well be. He, He actually does play a lot of metal. I want oh, to yeah, oh, him and buy him a drink, but one part of me just wants to beat him up and see if like a fucking turkey roast pops out of his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you, dude. He's a fucking. Oh, no, you, no, you need to mug him. Oh, That'd be so uh, fucking literal. I know, he is the mug. Uh, see? He'll yeah, like he's going he's gonna to mug you. He'll oh, mug shit. you. Yeah. yeah. It's the truth. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very like weak. Dog. <laughs> I would just give it to him. I here, take it. Um, Yeah, I, uh, you know. I, I like how everyone's saying Skyrim, you know, I mean, because it yeah. is, it is a bang for your buck thing. Like, that game, people are saying, like, you could play that. Well, the, and I don't know if it's just a marketing thing, but they were saying with that new dynamic quest system that essentially you don't run out of things to do. Like, you always have quests. No, I've to do. heard you can play it forever. And uh, just yeah. a quick, one quick interruption because I found it. It's Dark Savior, old snake. Dark Savior. Oh. Go get that game. Dark Savior. Dark Savior. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I heard you can play it forever. Like it, just like that fucking kid in Sandlot. Just there's so much content. Like literally, I've noticed between all the teats, uh, not teats, between Jeez, all the nice. tweets um, that I've read, and like I, I'm trying not to read them because I feel like they're spoiling. But I don't think you can because like not one tweet has been something. Not not one tweet has been comparable. Not one tweet's been like, oh, I'm in this period of the game. There's yeah. so much. Like I'm always hearing the the only common denominator I'm hearing in Skyrim is the murder of dragons. That's like, it. Yo, dragons. Yeah. This game has dragons. Many dragons. No. Oh no, you gotta do the voice. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Quit asking for it. <laughs> do Many it. dragons. God damn it. <laughs> I think I've used up all my segue cards. Yeah. yeah you're done. <laughs> 
<laughs> Red card. It's, it's an hour and 55, Sean. God damn it, you're done. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Uh, Twitter, uh, Patriot1030 says, good question. He says Arkham City or Assassin's Creed Revelations. We asked you to pick one. You did. Fuck it. Damn. Yeah. Count. All right. Well, we'll go with Ar- we're going with Arkham City because um, you know Assassin's Creed isn't out yet. There you go. All right. There you good go. Choice. <laughs> yeah. Good choice. Um, and then Rob Stein one says uh, his AAA title would be again Skyrim. Wow, a lot of Skyrim. No That's rhyme or reason, just Skyrim. But we all know it's because it's enormous. Well, here's the thing too, like. And I think it's really working in in their favor. Like, remember how big Oblivion was? But Oblivion was, like, near the launch of the 360. So if you think about it, during that time, like, the 360 had an install base of, like, maybe 12,000 to to more. I don't know. Don't get me wrong. It it literally came out so close to launch. And the 360... God damn you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even have to ask for it. The point I'm trying to make is it, it didn't have the install base that the 360 has now like i i'm calling it right now i'm literally making this call and i i'm pretty sure i'm feeling rather educated to make this call this will probably be the game of the year for 2011 this this, like i'm i'm telling you i've never seen so many people literally become so reclusive and enraptured like this is the one game that's stealing attention from call of duty yeah but that is going to be that's going to be a really tight race this year for game of the year i mean Mm. I don't know, man. There's been a lot of good ones. I mean, you got to think of all the games that have come out this year. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, of course, well, that will be a podcast that we do later. <laughs> but, yeah. um, no, I think it's because, you know, Oblivion, like you said, the install base for the 360 when Oblivion came out was small. And, you know, Oblivion has consistently just been selling. Like, it's one of those games that you hear of word of mouth. You find later on, you go to, like, hey, I liked Fallout. Um, what's like Fallout? Oh, okay, Oblivion, obviously. And then they go back and play it. And I think it's just, it's had so many, so much time between the titles where it's like, you know, Call of Duty comes out every year. There's been a pretty sizable gap between Oblivion and Skyrim. And so people have been waiting for something like Oblivion, but with better graphics, less bugs, you know, generally just Shit less that doesn't problems. fall through the wall. Yeah. Or <laughs> and it sounds like they're getting it. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it, it's just been, you know, it's going to do so much better than what Oblivion did, you know, in its prime. I mean, Skyrim everywhere has been flying off shelves, you know? I mean, just look at, you know, everyone's uh, Xbox, you know, list. Look at everyone's Steam list. Like, everyone's playing it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's that's one thing. I have one half divided between Modern Warfare 3 yeah. and, and fucking Skyrim. And, Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, and that's, uh, that's across the board. That's they're, across they're, almost, they're almost selling they're almost like one-to-one, it seems like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, yeah. And I really feel like... See, that's the thing. Skyrim has enough content and has enough of everything to really get together, while Modern Warfare 3 really goes out to accomplish certain things around this one central experience. Like, like Skyrim's yeah. a multitude of experiences. Like, I, from everything that I've imagined, and just, like, between Sean's domestic violence to fucking, <laughs> like... I was reading how Matt just enjoyed, like, casually fucking robbing this general store like a cartoon because there's a back door and then he <laughs> felt the need he felt the need to and the compulsion like the compulsion just fucking killed the owner anyway because he could have got away with just leaving with the loot but then he felt like his security system was so poor that he was doing the world a favor by killing him that that's a demented son of a bitch right there <laughs> yeah and if you think about it like a game like 
just what it can do and just like the the emotions and like the thought process that it brings out in you like i don't know man it's i for me personally it i would like to get it and oblivion sucked me in pretty hard but see i always grabbed oblivion on the playstation 3 i never grabbed it on the 360 it might, so. might it might be the best way to go i mean it, i mean if it's not pc what you you got a pc man you should do it on that i do but man i i fucking work on like i don't know i i'm thinking about it but mm-hmm. at the same time i i'm very tempted to just do it on the the ps3 but yeah th- i got the thing that could split red seas so who knows <laughs> uh, i probably will you know i don't know who yeah knows? maybe so i'll buy on. it for me on steam everyone just yeah everyone <laughs> You're gonna have like 20 copies of Skyrim. That's cool. Pass it. Yeah. Out. Yeah. There you go. I'll take one. Well, um, that's the thing too, because how many crazy Steam sales go on, man? You'll you'll be bound to pick that up eventually for like half the price. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You know what? I think I might pick it up on Steam. I think that yeah. should be. Yeah. All right. So and then, and then and then and then you also get access to the mods when those come out. Obviously. True enough. I'm sold. Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyway, I think right. that's our uh, select feedback. I believe it is, yes. Oh, I guess it's time I, to go on now with all this talk about Skyrim and everything yeah. else coming up this month. Triple to, A titles. Uh, head on right over to our featured topic. There it is. <laughs> hey, motherfucker, you pre-ejaculator. We still have, like, so many other... We, we have to tell them how to reach us. Oh, We can do oh, that we'll at the end, that. can't we? I don't know. Yeah, I'll let you do, do that. Yeah, yeah, Sarah, 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 you're running the show, man. You, yeah, you're you running decide. the show. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, on with the show. I'm so, sorry. I didn't mean to cut in. I just, I feel, it, it threw me off a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like if I if I sleep on the wrong side of the bed, dude. I'm a, I'm a, dude, dude, the last uh, time yeah. I slept on the wrong side of the bed, I ended up with a groin injury that lasted two years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Those that sounds like that it long? sucks. <laughs> Sean's disgusted. Look, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't even know how. I guess what it was was that my uh, my one leg was hanging off the bed, and I tw- uh, I rolled over and twisted, but oh. my leg stayed off the side of the bed. Yeah, I woke up, had no idea what happened, right? And it was just really sore. I ended up going to the doctor. They were like, were you drunk? Were you on drugs? I'm like, fuck you, no. I was asleep. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. it was. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, see, uh, I, I'm planning, like I said, I, I got a lay of the land and prepared for uh, more convention and, like, I've just got the etiquette and the manner down, and see, I'm claiming bathtub when we go, and I'm bringing a bathtub. pillow. Yeah. Bathtub's right next to the porcelain king. Bathtub <laughs> is where no one else is gonna want to sleep, and like I know that I'll be fine. 
So, but hold on a second. The last time we were there, there the wasn't bathroom. even a bathtub. Oh, triple A game titles. That bathroom to spite you. Yes, I, I <laughs> will destroy it. I'm like, hey, go, good night. Triple <laughs> A game titles, bathtub kicking the balls. <laughs> I would buy it. Apparently, yeah. The Our best video game. All right, so. Uh, yeah, it's that time of year. It's November, and uh, oh. every November, you know, basically a nuke goes o- goes off in every gamer's wallet because there's so many games that have been hyped up so long, all year long, and then they're all released at once. This is Triple A season, mm-hmm. um, and the thing about Triple A titles is that they seem to be engineered for success. Um, most of the time, they've usually got some sort of a, a sequel. As is the case with, well, just about everything this year. It's got a three on the end of it. Uh, let's just take a look at what we've got this year. Yes, we've got, uh, what? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Battlefield 3. Uh, Uncharted 3. Um, Gears of War 3. Well, that was last month, but still. I all about Gears. Yeah. Jeez, same here. Rage. Um, yeah, Rage. Um, what else has come out? Well, Elder Scrolls, it, 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 Elder Scrolls it, 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 Five. Is it kind of sad that I don't consider Rage a AAA title? I mean, I'm sure it is in almost every respect. It's been but development for like fucking five yeah. years. Yeah. <sighs> but uh, anyway. I know what you, I know what you mean, though. I hear the word Rage and compared to all these other titles for whatever reason. It, but that's the chink in in any game's title, even a, a triple A game title. It's getting lost in the fucking wave in the swamp of yeah. releases. Like it's know. you know you know what else got released the uh, the same day that fucking Uncharted three was released. Uh, the GoldenEye reboot for three sixty. How many oh. people have you seen uh, talk about? Yeah, oh, that's exactly. right. Yeah. I haven't seen Holy it on shelves. Crap. Yeah, no one's been asking for that. No man. No. Like it's just it there when you. I wouldn't say it's engineered necessarily for a bad thing, but the gaming landscape is just so different now that you have to you have to consider things. There are conditions, there there are strategies to implement, there are tactics that basically help you achieve success. And I feel like, you know, some people do it wrong, and just like Matt's mentality, deserve to fail. <laughs> like who does that? <laughs> uh. It's just like you know, releasing. I remember Matt Clark talking about, like, I think he did it as a joke, but, like, releasing Prices Right the same day. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love black... that video. It, no, it was uh, Family Feud. Family Feud the same Decades. day. Yeah. And those people, oh, man, those, those guys were so mean to him, too. Like, one guy was just, like, accused him of, like, looking like Hitler. Oh, dude. That, okay, so I've been at every midnight launch. I've been at the Batman midnight launch, the Uncharted midnight launch. Like, I've, I've been, mm-hmm. like, at them busy to some point. And the the one the one that was the worst one the one where everybody was assholes was the Modern Warfare three launch like yeah, every time it. somebody drove by they literally did the slow drive and just started yelling and chastising the crowd to the point where a fight broke out and we had to yeah. help like dude it I uh, but anyway yeah dude just I don't even know where I was going with that but anyway just release dates release dates are even a vital component. Mm-hmm. It's true. How yeah. exactly you go about well, it? Yeah, the midnight is a big thing, and I've you know I, I don't want to disclose too much, but I've been to like you said every midnight launch myself. Um, not well, some of them by choice, but some of them you know by force. Um, I will say the worst midnight I've been to was Battlefield Three. It was terrible because people were there basically just to shit on Call of Duty. It's the only only reason why they were there. Like they came to pick up Battlefield, and then just talk shit about Call of Duty. 
Like, it was terrible. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I get it. Yes, Battlefield, you know, it, it's in competition with Call of Duty. But, like, I have yet to hear someone come in and buy Call of Duty and say, man, Battlefield's a piece of shit. Like, it was, that's all it was with Battlefield. Like, people would come in and buy Battlefield, like, oh, this is such a better game. Like, Call of Duty sucks. You want to hear and something like, surprising? It, it, was, it was huge negativity the whole time. Like, even Call of Duty, like, of course, it was, like, you know, hundreds of people, but surprisingly went well. You know? Yeah. I was going to say, though, surprisingly, the, uh, well, I don't know if this would be very surprising, but the, uh, yeah, me, the worst launch I've been to was Call of Duty Black Ops. The best launches I've been to, one was for uh, World of Warcraft Lich King, and the other one was yeah. for uh, Cataclysm. Those, those, those poor people, though, when they actually get out in public, it's such a weird thing to see. It is. It is. But um, I, a <laughs> yeah. lot of them there, a lot of them there, and, and, you know, this could be just dependent on the towns that I've lived in, too, but a lot of them there were pretty nice. and. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I guess it could be because, yeah, like you said, some getting out. For sure. I, 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 I mean, I've been when it comes down to it, though, I mean, uh, looking at the success side of things for AAA, there's all this. There's these enormous um, expectations for each one of these giant, big budget, uh, super hyped games, and it's very rare that you see something so highly hyped walk away with a, an unsatisfactory score. You know, it's almost like they're expected to be good. And they're almost dismissed as good. Well, I wouldn't necessarily go about that. Like I said, I'm, I, well, okay, I do consider Arkham City to be good, but I'm not. I far from hailing it as perfect as most people have been. Like these perfect scores that I'm seeing for uh-huh. Arkham City, yeah, I can't agree with them. Um, I, I can actually think of one that came out this year that was hugely hyped, and you know, just given like this this massive amount of exposure, and then didn't really follow up to it. Um, was L.A. Noir? Oh yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, right. it, it, it had it had the rock star treatment. Those guys know how to promote a game. I mean, obviously, right. a trailer like like uh, not even a trailer, a teaser for a trailer got like you know main like you know main news like all that day. Like when they were talking about the Grand Theft Auto Five trailer coming out, but even how the release the of actual, a trailer was huge. How was how was the actual critical reception though? Like in the big name media. It wasn't like no perfect scores or anything. I mean, if anything, it was right. pretty like average, like you know, it seven got one eight perfect score. Mm, yeah, I believe it was IGN. Like, no, it wasn't IGN. It was a. Uh, I can't remember now. I'll, I'll have to check. I know it got one perfect score, but yeah, it wasn't one up. But it, it, it just okay. And even then, just especially with this whole Eurogamer debacle, which I've been. You know, I've been choosing and mincing my words wisely because, like I said, like speaking of getting fucking trolled on, ah, I get it, but. There, as far as the score, I think that's the number one thing why we stay away from numbered scores. Numbered mm-hmm. scores are like the honestly the worst thing that that has ever happened to critique or just media in general. Like, people oh, dude, fixate. and now we got people coming out with like eleven out of ten. I've seen a lot of sites doing. Oh no, this. I yeah, that was the worst review. <laughs> some, some fucking <laughs> so fucking bullshit. Yahoo Ireland posted a six out of five for Arkham City. Like, I, no, dude, all kinds of people are doing this now for all kinds of games on all kinds of sites. Geez, let's break the metric and just yeah, like, oh, fucking idiots. It's I, stupid. It, it, well, it's, it's arbitrary stuff like that, which makes me think, you know, you know, with certain titles, can they really possibly be better than perfect? Like, like you said, Batman Arkham City is a great game, and you know, maybe it it uh, does truly merit a great status. But does it truly uh, deserve a greater than perfect status? And that's where I'm thinking, you know, some of these uh, big name uh, uh, media outlets sort of 
dismiss them as, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, Giant Bomb and X-Play gave uh, L.A. Noir perfect scores. Same with Game Game Informer. Game Pro gave it a perfect score, and mm. Game Informer did not. Game Informer gave an eight point seven five. And Jesus what, Christ, Arkham City, it, really? I thought no, 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 not Arkham City. La Noir. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, okay, Arkham okay. City got like fucking perfect scores yeah. across the board. Well, I, that's I what I'm trying to get at, right? Now, my question is, what warranted not like an eight point five, but the eight point seven five? Like, how did they get mm-hmm. it so precisely <laughs> down to that? I, I like, did they explain? Like, there's a reason. Especially that they, if it's if it's not an average, right? Yeah, it's exactly. And, you know, like some people would even say that the point fives are pretty damn ridiculous. Like not just have why not just have the solid number. But then, you know, because now we're going into quarters in, and there's that one thing. And Sarah said it best earlier. You can tell, you know how something feels so good, but something's missing uh-huh. when something's missing. That's what takes away. Like there's something there, but it doesn't feel complete. And that's where I generally vindicate a point five. But there, I was yeah, going to say point five or even an five? eight point, but even an eight out of ten would still tell me, huh? Something must definitely be missing in this game. But what if I see the eight point seven five? It's just going to have me looking at it sideways, thinking, "What?" Yeah, but uh, it's got Arkham City has gotten perfect scores, at least five perfect scores from EGM, GamePro, X Play, official Xbox Magazine, uh, Game Informer. And, and I think if anything, we're sort of getting into the media aspect. And maybe that's like really the root oh, of it, it's but definitely one part of the whole package, right? Yeah, but mm. if anything, there's there's a whole different symposium to it, and and that's just the marketing, the PR. I mean, that you can be surprised. Like, if anything, a lot of the game success, and I know this sounds really stupid, but it's true. I mean, I've gotten okay, no joke, and people like. Amongst all of us, we like we've talked about it before. We have those friends who are casually involved with video games, or people who you know they 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 feign a casual interest, like they have an Xbox in their home and they like to use it once in a while. We yeah. have those friends. I've had friends come to me and approach me about Skyrim. Now, if you think about it, Skyrim Bethesda isn't really marketing it to a general audience. So somehow, word of mouth or a marketing that's reached general audience has piqued the curiosity of these people to the point where like they don't know much anything outside of Mario or Sonic. So marketing, if done in the right channels or done through through the appropriate appeal, will will definitely like fucking spark an interest beyond any critical reception or or critique that will help like influence your decision on getting these games. I mean, it, it's it's not so much of the media aspect, but Really, just the exposure overall in all aspects. Like, it's man, it's really hard to narrow it down. But AAA titles, like, aren't just to me. They aren't just uh, defined basically by their PR, their critique for success, but mostly their stories, their their fucking their history. You realize that every game that's been carrying the AAA definition has had a making of of some aspect, like something that that basically... It's something that pushes the boundaries of interactive media. That's the way I look at it. Like, as opposed to a video game that approaches what was good about the initial or the original or just... or completely embraces the convention of being a video game and tries to do it well and stick out. But can a game be triple A without marketing? Like, without sufficient marketing, I should say. 
I think so, depending on like the mark. Like, well, I don't know. I, I could uh, I have mean, a I mean, but, but, but really, I, I'm just kind of wondering what you define as AAA. Yeah. Well, that's that's what is, we're is, sort is of based on right? sales. Like, is it based on sales? Triple. Because, well, because, AAA. Because, well, you I'll look at media, the, right? And it's like yeah. the tr- big triple A titles. And when you say triple A, they refer to stuff like what we've seen so far this year in the, all the big threes, right? Yeah. And, you know, stuff like uh, stuff that's heavily promoted. Well, okay. everything that's not heavily promoted isn't necessarily triple. It could be triple A. Well, what about the is pedigree of AAA? You know, I would say in a nutshell, that, just the games everyone is talking about. Like, uh, yeah, but when, in, I, when I think AAA, I think of it's like George said. It's like the production, like the the millions of dollars that go into making the blockbuster game. Blockbuster movies. It, what defi- yeah. defines a yeah. blockbuster movie? Because if if that's the case, that that's one thing. But if it's AAA based on just sales and popularity, I can think of one game right now that has no AAA, no, no, no advertising, no advertising whatsoever. Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft sells millions and millions of copies. That guy, fucking Notch, can he has a jet. Dude has a jet that just goes anywhere now. He's a multimillionaire on a game that has no commercials, no advertising. It's still in beta, you know, basically. And on top of that, it has its own convention now. Yeah, and, like, oh, it, well. it, 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 it's all just word of mouth. It's just people on the internet. That's all it is. Like, there's no commercials for it. And, and most of the general public don't know what you're talking about when you say Minecraft. But that will change. Like, that will change with the next major rendition of the game, though. Yeah, that's then true. it will be. It will then be considered triple A. Yeah, it did get major press video because it's coming to 360 with Connect support. That's true. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. But yeah, you're right. That dude, the guy who invented sticky notes, blows him. That's how rich he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Oh shit. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on your definition. Like, it, I'm same with George. When I think of AAA title, I think of the Michael Bay, you know, movie of video production, games. pedigree of development that that literally strides to either revolutionize or otherwise push the boundary of interactive media. And all these titles that we're talking about have a pedigree that work towards it. For example, Modern Warfare really picks on just. Narrowing down the aspect, the intensity of being in that environment, in that aesthetic, and that shooting. And whether or not they're getting lazy with the immersive feel of kickback to recoil to, to trigger response to, you know, ballistics to every, every other, like, facet of gun porn that, uh, you know, applies to people who endorse shooting to, you know, anything like Assassin's Creed that endorse, like really pushes the envelope for action open world experiences or anything Batman. We're taking a successful, a successful concept, a framework that's worked in a closed environment and we're putting it in an open world with streets side, like uh, fucking architecture that you can climb that determines like your interaction with the game. And then uncharted, we are, Pushing the envelope for action sequences, unlike any other, you just grew a second pair of dicks. You have Dick Hydra, you know. There, there's these <laughs> wait. Goals. Are so that there one pair of dicks? No, Dick Hydra. Okay, uh, it's like where they just spit goopy fire and shit everywhere. I just make like sure multi dick. Should have seen it coming. Awesome. Oh, oh fuck you! You did it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second. That's the second time without request. Raging. 
Oh, no, oh Sayers, yes. Sayers off the show. This is what happens with Sayer host. It'll happen more than that. I don't know. I think that's an equal... But, you know, Sarah's got a point. Who really does think about... Well, like I said, just nerds like us are people that appreciate that sort of thing, but the general appeal of it overall is the marketing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but I, I don't think it's just solely defined by marketing. I just think, sadly, marketing makes a larger... I, I think it makes it up much yeah. larger than it is. Cause like, and I mean, you, know, you look at you look at even at the retail level. Um, you go into any uh, any big name video game retailer, and they're always pushing these certain titles. Oh and, yeah. You know, there's no room for anybody to uh, to push something that might not be w- as well known. For example, Automatius. I yeah, say no, Automatius any fucking day, and what do they say? What? What's that? Never heard of it. Story time oh, of too. Not story time i actually went into a uh, i actually went into a local game place here and i was actually going into um i wanted to find solo to robo for uh, my girlfriend right and the guy comes to me and he says is there anything i can help you find today and i say oh well, i'm just uh, looking around because you know so I, I don't always like people kind of hovering around me and that's just how i am sometimes yeah and I feel kind of bad for him at the same time because I know sometimes. Well, anyway, moving on. So then I'm just like, no, just looking. And then he was just like, okay, well, uh, is there any particular what kind of games do you like? And I'm just like, well, pretty much, I guess uh, the ones that I don't play mostly are sports. Well, oh, okay, Sean, well we have this. Uh, we have this cool. Uh, we have this cool game here. It's called uh, Battlefield Three, and uh, you know, it's got all kinds of cool shit. You know, he was explaining the mechanics of me, and he just completely ignored my girlfriend for one thing too it was hilarious like she even pointed out on that she's like i we were going in to get a game for her and she's just like what's up with that and i was like i know so they <laughs> likes you oh and we didn't have the they, they, yeah the place True. didn't have the game but oh well yeah. well yeah i, but I mean he, you know with, what i i know exactly why he ignored your girlfriend because she's, she's a girl in the video game store yeah exactly, exactly. that's what i was yeah. getting at <laughs> they, it, they don't exist yeah. No, not at all. Or if they do, and you know, I'm hallucinating. That's yeah, my point. My point with okay, this. Okay, so hold on. Yeah. Before, sure. really, I, I got some story, like two stories, because I've I've ran into that same situation, and I'm not making this up. And mm-hmm. I went in there to buy Lost and Shadow. They knew what I was talking about, though. But this is in the store that shall not be named. They are <laughs> conducting a fucking interview in the store that shall not be named next to the register, and it's a female. <laughs> And the first question they'll ask is like, so what games are you enjoying? And I'm, I, I shit you fucking not. I shit you not. I'm not fucking making this up. She's going off about Modern Warfare 2. Interview done. She got the job. What? And wow. I just, yeah. Oh my god. But the thing is, is pretty much there. there's a, I wouldn't say a stigma, but there are, pro- like, video games are products. They're big names. They right. have the potential to carry big names. Once they become a name, like it's like they're given the AAA red carpet treatment, and that's something mm-hmm. that I don't. I, I would like to stop. Like, and I will say this I'm exactly, and that's has that's it. what I'm saying. Like, AAA with the suffer from this, it's once they become a name, like it. That's what it becomes, and that's the, the bigger the bigger the number on the end, the more it's almost seemingly guaranteed. You know, <laughs> like that copy yeah. of sixty four I sold to that fucking yokel. <laughs> yes. or, or, or something like Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, and well, even yeah. then, like that's starting to get like I okay. I'll be honest. I I was uh, che- I'm really interested in 13 too, 
But mm-hmm. I, I just I think we all have a higher standard now for character development. Too. Like I just came off the throes of Uncharted. Like I just came off of the something that was the best example of interactive human element next to people who have fucking family members. Like I'm not kidding. Next to talking to real people, and then I'm playing, and I see a J-pop star, and I immediately see characters that embrace stereotypes that. I no longer enjoy or appreciate that I'm I'm on the verge of completely dismissing. I just, you know, there's there's a certain aspect, there's an evolution you need to get by, and it's not just AAA games. It's just certain games hold on to what's made it successful, and the AAA treatment goes towards the name and and not necessarily the accolades of it. Like they, they just pick apart certain things, and that, that's what just I don't like. It's just it's basically you're on the clipboard when you're when you're AAA, and unfortunately, if you're not, you're gonna get ignored. Case in point, Kirby, Kirby. But you know what? That's oh yeah. It's if anyone has anyone to blame, it's not like Kirby shouldn't blame any other game. Kirby should blame Nintendo and Nintendo alone, because the way they fucking handle that is awful. And you know why? Marketing. You know, a funny thing, a funny thing I'll point out about that, though, on their, uh, I remember when on their Facebook page, when they were posting about the Kirby game, it was Nintendo's Facebook page, and they were saying, guess who's coming back, and it was Kirby, and, uh, in, a lot of people were like, yay, Kirby, I love Kirby, but in between them, who did I see every now and then, people saying, what about Xenoblade? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ha- you know, it, 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 there's, there's so many ways for this to happen in the industry. And that's the thing, too, like, ultimately, it's like, and, you know, again, we I don't want to touch into too many things that we can't really talk about, but, like, the concept of self-labeling, like, I, I hate that concept of self-labeling yourself as an artist, for example, that, that, that always bugged me, and it still does. Mm-hmm. But when you when you give yourself the label of a AAA title and you're doing so through the channels and outlets that will push your product, that bugs me. It's just, I feel like we're not in an age where the product speaks for itself anymore. We're not, and it, like, and the way it speaks for it is the actual, you know, the pedigree behind it. So, and, and deep down, personally, I'm with Andrew. It's, it's the production. It's the heart. It's the development. It's those fucking people that sit in a desk every day bringing you something that's completely eradicated your relationship with your girlfriend, quite possibly threatened your full-time job, and has made you smell like a fucking dumpster outside of some Italian shit restaurant in Jersey, and you don't give a fuck because you've enjoyed every fucking minute, every second of all the effort put into it, and it wasn't because of some crazy commercial or some fucking employee at a store telling you why. And fortunately, that's slightly going away. But that's where the internet comes in. The internet's an amazing substitute that brings you the best of both of these worlds. You know, speaking of the internet, too, or, you know, everybody's always speaking about the... Speaking of the internet... No, speaking of the internet, um, this also ties into uh, an article. It's actually way, way back from 2001, but it's a really good and at the same time really scary article. It's on Gama Sutra, and it's about behavioral game design. I don't know if any of you have ever seen it or know what I'm talking about. Uh, Crack.com also did a link on it when they said five scary ways video games are trying to get you addicted. Hmm. To just include a sack of cocaine. Um, No, it basically just talks about it talks about the mechanics that uh, many game companies are looking to repeat. And it'll make people they they also make uh, reference to uh, these things. I think they're called like the Skinner box. Um, It had to do with one of the um, some scientists that basically conducted experiments with lab rats. Um activating a button and this article pretty much compares la- um average everyday gamers to lab rats i don't know there's just 
people like I, I get what you mean, Sean. There's a design that's okay. There are expectations, so I can get behind you that. I think there are expectations in what's expected to be a AAA title, especially if it's a sequel that will push beyond the original. That's cool, but like ultimately, yeah. really at this point, like sadly, okay. To me, the the dictionary definition of AAA pedigree production, the reality, the marketing. Yeah, and I you just know I, I what hate games the, the are doubt. most just what games will get the most uh, the most print and the most screen time. Well, yeah, but you know what? It's word of mouth too, though. Because all right, I don't have cable television. So I know, but you do have the internet. I do have the internet, and yeah. I'm on it constantly between so my mobile it, phone. And, and if you're going, if you're going to sites like IGN or One Up, you are going to be blasted left and right with yeah. uh, oh, usually yeah. one select title at one given time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I can definitely say that Skyrim hasn't gotten a heavy bevelment of fucking. It really has. It hasn't gotten a heavy bevelment of advertisement, and it. Is success like it's succeeding in the well, okay? Let me just say this: Skyrim, to me, is the true definition of a triple A title. The way I would define a triple A title because of the work, the effort. Like there's a there's a perfect balance of everything. And like I I know I might sound hypocritical because I haven't exactly played the fucking game and I want to, but I know what to expect. And as far as the expectations, and I see it. And seeing it around me alone before I even get the chance to experience it, because we're essentially just talking about the behavior and the, otherwise the process that's conducted in, in what we perceive. So my perception, fucking Skyrim does it, I would say, the way I would like it to continue to be done in the industry and culture to begin with. Warfare isn't this. I, I want to end like, and it's so easy to label warfare as a problem. It's really it's it's Activision too. But like, there's a lot of merits that Call of Duty that like like I said that I should give to it. But you know, it's a name. Me and Andrew it have is, said yeah. it plenty of times. It's a fucking Straight name. Up. Wait until so. they make Call of Duty on the moon. They it's have, like, I think. Call, it Call of Duty sort, zombies. Yeah, it, yeah, zombies, but not a dedicated game. Well, it'll be Civil War. People, you know. Uh, oh, they, they'll take claim in one hemisphere. I should stop talking. Yeah, we're giving them, <laughs> we're giving them ideas. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, man, I don't know, but but uh, now the thing I don't get, like, okay, so it seems like we're kind of like bashing on AAA titles, though. You know oh. what I mean? Like, like, like it's a negative thing. I don't really see that. I mean, it's like you know, they might not be the you know, the most innovative games in the world. They might not be reinventing the wheel, but. How many of us go to the theaters and just want to see a popcorn flick? You know, I mean, it, they're there for That's a reason. That's very true. And I, and I think, honestly, AAA games are there for a reason. Like, you know, all of us would probably want to play the next great innovation in gaming. Like, half of us would probably rather play Limbo than play Call of Duty because we want to see new innovations. We want to see new ways of thinking and ways of portraying, you know, that medium of video games. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you just want to go see a popcorn flick. So, I mean, I think true. it's good that they're there. Granted, you know it, it does suck that they have a huge portion of the industry. Like the the market is primarily those, and now we're getting to the situation where there's so many games that are coming out that are portrayed as that. Like they're the big AAA titles. We're in the situation that we're in right now. Like think about it. Like if we were to have just one of the games that have come out this month, it would be a million seller. But the fact that it's competing with ten or twenty other games, like people yeah. can't buy them all. So some games that probably would have done more. You know, they would have been more successful commercially, 
probably won't be because they're competing with all the other big AAA titles. And it's just, I don't know, I think it's actually probably a bad thing that they are all going for that same thing. I don't think it's bad they're there, but I think, yeah, I think we're starting to see such a crowded, you know, group of, uh, of games that are coming out around the same time, the same, you know, AAA, huge production, huge money, huge marketing. Eventually it's going to probably hurt them in the, in the long run. I think we're going to see it sooner than later. Especially this year. This the, year alone uh, is, is, is definitely, I think, uh, an example of that. You know what? This year is a repeat of uh, 2004, I believe. Remember Metal Gear Solid 3, Halo 2, uh, uh, yeah. fucking Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> Not to mention the release of the DS. Yeah, the DS. Yeah. Like, I, I remember, because I compared magazines even. Like, this feels a lot like 04. Mm-hmm. I do agree with what you say there, uh, Toast, about mm-hmm. the uh, about it not necessarily being a bad thing. But on the other side of the coin, uh, a lot of the games that are getting all of this AAA t- uh, treatment and sort of over it, it almost overcrowds the uh, the market in such a way that um, you know there's just no room for smaller developers to but, get their yeah. product in edgewise, right? And that's that's a terrible reality and a and shame, it's, it's but, almost, it, but it's it's, it's almost like the, the problem with that though, and this is what I'm trying to get at, is that it will likely discourage smaller studios from trying to push something original. So we'll see less and less originality as time progresses to a point where all we're ever going to see is sequels to big name titles. Well, maybe on consoles, but like they're yeah. they're just different it's outlets. They're down like, downloads the mm, way to go now for those. Yeah. However, maybe I'll do retail. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're like me though, you want to have a physical copy of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're which of course you. touches that's that's another subject altogether. But you know that's that's what I'm trying to get at. It's not a very good uh, situation for you know physical copies of games of smaller smaller titles. Yeah, but honestly. There are very few independent efforts that I've even really seen on physical copies. And like I said, dude, maybe when we started this podcast like two and a half years ago, if say Skyrim was coming out that year, if Toast suggested even once to me that I get it on Steam, I would tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but, probably. Yeah, but he suggested to me like right now and I see the merits in it. It's just there, mm-hmm. there are outlets and there's different ways to go out. Right now, consoles are in the are really the main thing. If anything, they're the, the core of gaming more or less because, you know, people who game on steam, well, I can't even say if it's a core anymore because most people game on mobile devices and tablets mm-hmm. now, but just to say, as far as where you would define the triple a experience and in, in core games or one on the consoles or way to go, they, if they're put in that environment, like I'll tell you right now, dude, um, between word of mouth and situations like this, like I, I would normally wait on Assassin's Creed and I would normally wait on Skyrim and like I would just personally I picked up Uncharted 3. But just because I want to be able to get it, it like I said, dude, like it, we're a part of the problem. We're, we're a circular motion. And That's, not only that, yeah. when you put so many choices together and like clinging on to certain choices, it's it's going to basically edge other others out from even being considered like, all right. It's pretty much this mentality, and I know I've learned it in economics, but imagine a slice of cheesecake. You see a slice of cheesecake on the table, and you know it's there for you, and like you pretty much you, you see more of a sense of freedom knowing that you can get it, and you see you have more control over the situation. It's just that cheesecake. Now put a bowl of cookies, put a fucking hamburger, put steak, put something else. Now you have something to compare the cheesecake to. 
And now you get to see what is more successful. It, it's simple economics to the point where I know I, I have my personal AAA list, but these games will cater to certain markets and demographics. And ultimately, there's going to be that one defining game that has bled around different demographics and appeals that really that that truly shines it. Like how good? How are you going to be able to determine? You know, and I know this sounds really shitty, but I, I do have a point when I say this. How are you really going to be able to determine the quality of something unless you have something to directly compare it to? Mm-hmm. It's the reality. I yeah. mean, and, and I hate it. I bitch about November every year. I think I've bitched about November the most <laughs> this year. Like every other tweet now, I'm just like, oh, fuck November. I've but, never but, liked but, November. But how, but how, yeah, but like, how much do you actually look forward to it, though, really? Uh, well, That's the thing. I, 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 I hate it and I love it at the same time because yeah. like it was one of those things like when Mass Effect got delayed, at first I was pissed and then I was like, Oh, thank God it got delayed to March because I won't have to try to have that compete with everything else that's coming out. But it's just I'm glad the games are out. We just have to be, you know, as consumers, you know, the the sad the sad fact of it is like we buy into the hype. It, it's like you said, we are the ones that are making this happen. Like we're buying into the hype of day one release. That same game's gonna be on the shelf six months from now but it's the fact that we want it right now that day day one that's making it you know the reason why they slam all these games in december in, you know november end of the year holidays i mean it is for christmas shopping but it's also us we're the ones that are going out in droves and buying seven million copies of call of duty day one and that and that speaks to the triple a pedigree mm-hmm. when i know okay so for example when when you have that yearn to play a game so in loose definition we know I don't, and I never pronounce. I, I don't think I pronounced this game throughout the entire fucking episode, right? But Otomedius, uh, Otomedius. That that's uh, not uh, a Otomedius. Otomedius. There we go. That's Otomedius, not a yeah. Otomedius is not a triple A title by any of the definitions we, definitions we've given it. Mm. However, it is a game that stuck out to you, and it's something that you want. It's something that pretty much will not wait on the shelf three to four months afterwards because you have other games play and it maybe it's because it appeals to you specifically and what you want out of a game and what you've been looking forward to mm. but essentially Plus it was considerably less expensive yeah <laughs> but essentially you know that determines a triple a game like triple a game like that 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 title it can be loosely interpreted and loosely defined because ultimately it's the must experience game like you know and the same could be done for other media it's like how many different forms of media did you could you not wait on because ultimately, like, that's the one thing we always forget. Like, oh, I need to experience this now. Why? It's not going anywhere for a while. Mm. I mean, you know, though, you say you got to experience this now. One reason, and you touched on this yourself when you were saying about all the people tweeting about Skyrim. The reason I had to go out, I unfortunately rented it. I still want to buy it. But the reason I went out and I rented Skyrim right away was because this happens every time one of these AAA titles comes out. That's it. I need to experience this myself before I see the experiences of everyone else just out there. And at the same time, you know, yeah, people will be like, well, let's just get off the internet. You know, I'm... I, yeah, I, I don't want to make for myself yourself, motherfucker. It's hard. I've been trying to yeah. the internet this entire weekend. <laughs> Dude, I don't I don't want to I don't want to sound like too important or full of myself, but there is a lot of shit I have to do on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. Um and and this is like one of the worst of years that I've ever been broke in my life. Mm-hmm. So like it's just so funny, but honestly like as far as AAA title just I don't know. I my 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 finish off to this whole thing there's definitely lots of things behind it, and you know, marketing unfortunately is the strongest. But 
people don't realize. And like, I know this sounds like shit and you don't think exactly that you're going to be able to make a difference, but you know, fuck off. It's a democracy. You do vote with your dollar. Absolutely. Ultimately, ultimately you, you take what you can from the marketing, recognize it for what it is. And beyond the critical reception, beyond the, the editorial evaluation beyond anything that you determine in terms of what physically appeals to you. I personally think between the pedigree and all that, whatever, you know, you've been waiting for whatever, something that you can't wait to, but you know what? I don't know if I can use that now. I mean, does, does a triple a game lose its title after some time? Is it time sensitive? I mean, I can, I want to go back and say, I mean, cause then look at the, no, it wouldn't be because for example, that, in a sense, is a triple A title, and those are fucking games that are already years and years old. But is that yeah? But look at look at its availability, though. It's so small a number. That too, right? Uh, and it be- I don't I don't think uh, like in in terms of time sensitivity. You look at the shelves. There's still a ton of them. They've made their money. They've sold their millions and millions of units. They mm-hmm. still have their triple A status because they've sold that many units. You know, and even a lot of other titles too. Like if they have a lot over, you know, um, they'll they'll sell them off over the years, and then the ones that don't sell off, they'll donate, and then those stores will sell it. And what do they do with the other ones? Some stores I've known will destroy them. Oh yeah, they'll just destroy the them. Yeah. Oh man. We can't make a profit. Uh, we're, yep, they're uh, getting crushed. Ultimately, I think AAA titles like are integral. They're an integral cog to the wheel of both the industry and culture. The way we perceive them and way as a community and as a culture, we approach them could definitely be done better. But at the same can definitely be said for critical reaction, reception from media, as well as mm-hmm. marketing. And ultimately, we, you know, we, we are small. We are small and we're fine being small. We'd like to get a little bit bigger, but we're just this independent podcast and fucking website that makes video game commentary, critique, and otherwise editorial interspersed with fucking dick and fart jokes. That's all we are. <laughs> but, like, but I'm, you know, in the multi-dick. Point- <laughs> I was going to suggest Jesus. that you do fart jokes. Son of a bitch. The point is, uh. is that we, we still commit and we're still a part of the wheel. Everybody is. So... I want that wheel to be there, but I can't. You can't be mad at the wheel. You're only yeah. mad for what you what you contribute to the wheel. And if you can do, if I can intelligently like portray my opinion across, and and not to say that what you're doing, you're doing it wrong. Like fuck it, that's never the right way to go. It's just between marketing and critical reception, you know, games that are engineered for success. There's a pedigree and there's a certain quality, and then there's recognition of a name. We're we're individuals. We're consumers and we're gamers. We're smart enough to point out the difference. We know there are people out there not to exalt them because we can be ignorant about a ton of shit, like cars, for example, which I'm still learning, that are ignorant of that sort of aspect and will not tell the difference and will go off of the shallow aspect of the stream. But as carburetor, but (laughs) (laughs) oh my god, best episode ever. George is right? going to kill you when he sees you, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. He'll get his chance. Yeah. Uh, I, I swear <laughs> to God. Um, no, sir, when you, when you see him, you gotta you gotta carry around a portable version. Andrew, can you finish my thought? Like, I don't <laughs> no. even know where I'm at, I'm at anymore. <laughs> Just the point is, nope. is that it's an ecosystem, dude. It's an ecosystem, and unfortunately, we've seen some of the shittiness. But it's always the eye before the storm, and I really. <laughs> 
I really want there to be, if anything, this to be a learning experience. Like, you know what I mean? I know there's certain attributes to it, but I, I can never be mad at, like, I'm personally, if anything, even though Modern Warfare 3 isn't exactly a game that I personally would want for attention, I'm never going to disvalue its merits. If anything, yeah. I'm going to merit for the fact that it's brought more attention to our hobby. Maybe yeah. not the right kind of attention at times, well, but... I'm the same way. I hate on the Wii something fierce, but if it weren't for the Wii, you know, the audience of video games would be a lot smaller. And you yeah, know? that's so, I mean, your problem. You're the one that's going to fucking suffer for it. Mm. 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 <laughs> George, I'm going to throw you downstairs. Oh, fucking try it, please. Uh, <laughs> we're back to this. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're I don't down. know. I don't know. I, I personally don't have very much to add on to it other than the fact that, like, it's up to us to tell the difference. And ultimately, I don't think games can be engineered for success, but just because they're engineered for success doesn't guarantee them the success. They yeah. have to fight for it. The reason why they're released in clusters like this is to prove just that. If they really were engineered for success, all of these fucking games would be getting immaculately high scores. And, you know, surprisingly, a good number of them have been getting more high scores than we've ever seen. I mean, I've got to admit, I this is, and I think you guys can agree with me. How many years have we seen this many perfects in yeah. one year? That's true. But it's 2011. How old is our hobby? How old is our medium? Also old true. Enough. We're evolving. <laughs> We're getting to the point where we know what makes a good game. So, like, there's just there's a lot of different facets to it. It's true. Very true. I, 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 yeah, I can't even say much else. I mean, yeah, there's there's a reason why they are so big. It's because we're the industry is getting bigger. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Well, awkward what? silence means I think <laughs> I, I I think we I all think nailed that, it. Yeah. Well, George nailed it. We just it down, were, yeah. we were long for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh fuck it, dude. I, uh, how did you think I felt when Dan murdered that one episode? Like, oh, yeah. I'm done. Drops my yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. one more. I have one more request. Go I for swear it. to God, oh. if it involves a mixing board, Sean, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking make you eat through a capri stun straw. <sighs> well, just for that threat, Sarah, would you do special on the mixer board? No, oh my no God. I'm not doing that. that that's George, a little too George, George, George will come kill you both. I, I know it's he will. Yeah. Well, no, damn, I, I sack. I sacrifice my now, motherfucker. You can't imagine the free time I have. <laughs> I sacrifice my ability to eat for nothing. I uh, sorry, Sean. I, I don't want it to get too tired. valiant efforts. Yeah, I have to edit this. I'll I have tell to you edit what the... this, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Sean. There is one thing you need to do. You need to get Final Fantasy XI. I will. Yeah. I will track Ooh. it down and I will play that son of a bitch track with you guys. Down. Just, just get it off of Steam. Oh, yeah, it is five well, bucks damn. right now for for the it's the it's the uh, Abyssia collection, isn't it? What? Yeah. It's only five bucks. Five is it five? Well, I know it's uh, half off, I've, but. Five dollars and eight dollars if you find it complete for three sixty at the oh, store oh, that shall about, not be named. You're talking about on disc. I, I know on Steam. Get get the Abyssia collection if you're going to get anything. I was going to say I got to start on December 9th. I know it's a little ways away, but I got a whole month break. So wicked. Mm. Just make there sure we you go. get in the smirk. Episode end. Yes. <laughs> right. I, I I have to poop. So, uh, George, where can you find us? All right. Well, first off, before we continue, you can find us now. We're now part of the Couchbound Network, so you can find us on couchbound.net. So this will be our... <laughs> Jesus I'm Christ, sure this, this is, is our premiere episode <laughs> on the network. <laughs> now we're apologizing. Uh, oh, damn. You know, 
they we don't know shit fuck you guys um but yeah you can find us there uh also on our website definitely at www.presspodradio.com uh there you can be a, become a community member of our forums i mean we'll we'll announce your your joining of our forums just like we did for krauser there and like we have fun doing it you can fan us on facebook you can follow us on twitter you can also follow us on tumblr and one up at our community blogs which are controlled by uh man who eats through a straw sean and <laughs> thank you <laughs> i love you sean i'm so sorry I, I feel like uh ladies and gentlemen i have angered sean don't be mad fatality <laughs> no, dude, I was actually just going to make the uh, remark. I love Capri Sun, so if there was any straw that I would have to eat through. I've gotten so that. angry at Capri Suns before. Like, as a kid, but it's I, so I'm not fucking tiny. I, I've literally I crushed my Capri Sun with my fucking hammered fist and just stuck the puddles of whatever was left on the table. I hate those fucking <laughs> things. Anyway, I like I like how they taste. I hate how little they give you. Yeah, you can comment on our editorials. We we've, we've got a flood of fucking reviews that I am fucking still working on. Andrew, Sean, Sarah, uh, Katie's even got a review. We're trying to get review. Like Iodine randomly decided to review a fuckload of what he considers B games. So oh, like including God. the dinosaurs oh. game for the 3DS. So nice. yeah, there oh, you can't no. find that shit anywhere else. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and as far as another remark, generally we like to talk about our apps as well. Our apps are currently down, but we're going to get mm-hmm. them back up. Uh, when we do, you can find them on the Android market and uh, iOS under Podcast Box for only $1.99. And uh, let's see. Other than that, I don't know if there's anything else really. I mean, PressPodsRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, 1UP is where you'll find oh. us on forums. Couchbound.net. Couchbound. Couchbound. Uh, season two of Bullet Heaven is rerunning on Couchbound yeah. now, and uh, season three continues on Press Pause Radio. I'm a bit behind, but I've literally got three episodes of footage that I'm sifting through right now, getting some scripts written up. Uh, you should see those coming this week. And if you want to support Bullet Heaven, and I know you do, and I need new equipment like a motherfucker. So like can a make- motherfucker. <laughs> so we do just that. That, <laughs> that, should, that, that should be the next music. album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, is it SMP Music Productions, all one word, dot bandcamp dot com, and pick up Bullet Heaven, the original tracks for only seven bucks. You get thirteen tracks. You get a free art book. It's good times all around. Support me. <laughs> go, gra- go grab it. Seriously, you guys will not be disappointed. It is literally the only two albums. Uh, I take it back. I have three albums on my iTunes right now. I have the newest album. I have um, the first album. I have the single that you put out. Booyah. So I have, and that I have all three. longer available. So, yeah. yeah we that, that was limited. So, suck it. Music. Limited have the best iTunes list on the planet. I know I do. It's awesome. Well, it's been a terrible year for music, too. This is all happening around the time that Fear Before and Alexis on Fire and REM and fucking like nameless droves of other bands broke up. Mm. Bad shit. Sorry, though. Saying Color is still good. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. God damn it. Uh, yeah. we're, out, we're, we're out of here. Yeah, right, we're out. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for episode 50 of Press Pause Radio. We will see you later. Yeah, peace out, bitches. Bye.